do this in my lasting impression, Jerry. You're going to miss a wide open trash can. I expect my lasting impression. I would have made that. Yeah, I would have made it. Frank DeLorenzo returned home from Iraq, things did not go smoothly. DeLorenzo was diagnosed with post-traumatic stress disorder and a traumatic brain injury. But DeLorenzo found an unusual solution, Sophie. Sophie is a pit bull rescued from the Cleveland Kennel. With proper training, Sophie can now remind DeLorenzo when to take his medication, wake him from his nightmares, and essentially watch his back. With all the success DeLorenzo had with Sophie, he decided to start Wax for Warriors, a nonprofit-based organization in Northeast Ohio started to help service men and women that have been affected by their combat experience. They work with local rescue organizations to match the veteran with an appropriate dog and provide all the training and support with no cost to the veteran. To find out how you can support Wags for Warriors, call 330-285-3941. Again, that number is 330-285-3941. You're listening to the flagship home of Lake County Captains Baseball. Isaac scores and the captains walk it off on opening night. We are the talk of the land. AllSportsCleveland.com. Valley View, Cleveland. Radio show. This radio show. All right. Uh, can you all hear? Yeah. Right. Are, are, are we live now? Yeah, we're live. Oh, this is a great start. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to So What's the Catch. Thanks for that wonderful start, Chirk. Chirk gonna chirk. Uh, Welcome to the Chirk experience, everyone who's actually listening live for the first time ever. I know. Uh, that's just a little bit of uh, a sample of... What things happen on this show. Yes. But now we're happening live, and you're hearing it live, so that's fun. So we're going to start this off with the the big local news of the week, weekend, probably for the rest of the season for this team, and that's the Cleveland Indians have changed their name to the Cleveland Guardians. Um, I don't know how you guys feel about, one, the name change, two, the name they picked, and three, the logo package, so let me hear you. I have been predicting the name Guardians for several months so I'm okay with it and the reason I like the name is because Progressive Field and Rocket Mortgage Fieldhouse are right next to each other all you have to do is walk through Gateway District to get from one to the other and since the Cavaliers name has to do with defending and all that I think Guardians fits in well I uh I don't mind the name change I, I think it's gonna be hard to get used to but that would have been no matter what name it was. And I think that's like a lot of the, the reason so many people are reacting. I think they would have reacted no matter what the name was. Like, it's just the fact that it changed. But um, I like the name change. I was a little thrown off by, like, the whole connection between Guardians and something about a statue in front of there, the Guardian of Traffic statue. Yeah, there's, it's, it's on, on the bridge. bridge. Because I've never even paid attention to that statue. So You were one of several thousand people to make that exact same comment. That's a pretty tenuous connection at best, but um, (laughs) I mean, other than that, I like it. I think it's funny uh, they're calling Progressive Field the the G-spot now. I mean, (laughs) (laughs) that works. Uh, Um, It gives it a better name anyways, but I don't mind. uh, I don't mind either. I kind of thought that we were going to go in the direction, like, take something from the movies that uh, the Indians were in. Major League? Yeah. So you thought we were going to be made the wild things? Something like that. I would have been fine with that, but Guardians is okay with me. Now that you say that, that's my last thought, too. Is that I feel like there were just so many 
cooler names like spiders and, and everything else that was going around. That that is one thing I thought. It's, <coughs> it's just me. interesting to me that they landed on this one. I don't mind because, like I said, no matter where they landed on, it would have been a, a different. But I just don't understand why they landed on Guardians. Well, well just as long as it wasn't the steamers. Didn't you say that? Spires wasn't even in consideration. I was just about to say that. I was listening to the Baseball Tonight podcast on Monday, and they were discussing the name change process, and Spiders internally was not an option, just like how they immediately ruled out any option of another Native american theme name, just how they ruled out Tribe instantly. Spiders was not under consideration well, for a name. I mean, name. just off the top of my head, like the Rockers, okay, because that goes with the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, or something with a bigger connection. I just... The connection between Guardians and this Guardian statue, it, it's just it's not mean, doing it for And me. if you want to make the fan base even more mad than they already are about this name change, going with something rock and roll themed would have been the exact way to go. Because, yeah. good lord, every single time something happens or some suggestion with rock and roll Hall of Fame with this city happens on the internet, uh, outrage. And um, let me tell you, uh, during uh, the unveiling of the All-Star Game logo in 2019, uh, the uh, the future Guardians fan base all collectively rolled their eyes on the internet. It was yeah. quite entertaining. To I'm happy that the NBA All-Star Game logo, that when it comes here to Cleveland, it has nothing to do with rock and roll. Yeah. And I'm completely surprised. Yeah, and sure. also I'm going to add an, another reason why I don't think rockers, two more reasons actually. One, uh, it was the name of the WNBA team that was here. So yeah, I, I didn't know we had one of those. We did. we did for a brief period. That was that was a very generic suggestion too. Like I was yeah. just saying in that direction. The, the other thing to consider is the Colorado Rockies are a team too similar. So you take rockers out of it, but mm. but some kind of rock and roll connection what? or or anything other than a connection what? with a statue. What, what would uh, Marty Janetti say about the rockers? Yeah. I don't care. I yeah, I don't <laughs> care. But Sean Michaels, I, no. your point is totally valid, Kramer, and I completely agree. It's just my reasoning for why they think again. My reasoning for the Guardians is because since they're right next to the Cavaliers, that just kind of made sense. Yeah. Church hasn't gone berserk on this topic yet. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, uh, the way I look at it is. In, in addition to the new name, first of all, they needed to change the name. The name's been outdated for a yeah. long time. And yeah. As, as, as contrary to what people on the world of Twitter say, they, the, the issues that Native American groups have had have not just been from the last 10 or 20 years. They've been fighting this name for 60 years because yeah. of how much they did not like it. So this isn't a new development that they were unhappy with it, number one. As far as their, uh, number two, as far as the names come, I find the name fine. It's fine. It's Mo the Road. Mm -hmm. I mean, there's lots of nonsensical names in sports, okay? How many pirates are in Pittsburgh? Not many. Okay. There's two teams named after Sox, so. Yeah, yeah. As, as Mike Polk Jr. Uh, honestly said in his most recent video, uh, we have a team named after Colors, uh, the Reds. Uh, there's two names, two teams after, the, after Colors of Sox, the Red Sox, White Sox. And the Oakland team is just the Athletics. Yeah. Yeah. So I mean, it's, yeah. it's not really a, it's not really a, a very diverse or creative group of names. So the name's fine. Yeah. But let me tell you, that flying G baseball logo is terrible. I it is. It. That is one of the yeah. worst logos I have ever seen. So I have a question now that they, they 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 did this name change. You had been talking just like a couple weeks ago, maybe a month ago, on this show about you think they're going to sell the Indians because 
they hadn't changed the name yet. Yes. Now that they changed the name, and there was other reasons too, mm-hmm. but now that they changed the name, does that change your mind on that? I know the answer on this one. And are you ready? Drum roll, please. No. And here's why. Uh, they still haven't signed the lease yet. Exactly. And so they signed the lease extension. I completely disagree because just like you say that, uh, you said they didn't have this name picked, they, well, they figured out the name thing. Yeah. I think they'll get that figured out is where, where I'm going with I was it. Say, and not, are, are you ready for a rip-off segment? Because I'm ripping off a segment that uh, usually appears on 92.3 The Fan. I have a conspiracy theory uh, is my new segment I've studied from Ken Carmen. Deal with it. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, Well-timed shirt. That was a good one. That, that was, was good. You, you picked your spot perfectly with that one. Good job, Charlie. Here's my conspiracy theory. They chose a name that was so middle of the road. They chose a graphics package which was so objectively terrible that in an effort to actually sell the team and move the team, they alienate as many people as possible so when it does happen, nobody cares. Mm. I respectfully disagree. And you can you know, find me on Facebook whenever they do sell them and, and make fun of me. Uh, <laughs> if they I do. want them to stay, but until that lease extension gets signed. And you think they're going where? Nashville. I agree. Why Nashville? You say They've been so looking at the Titan uh, baseball so team for years. What so. you got over there, Chirk? So you're thinking the Tennessee Titans thing is happening? Tennessee Titans? What? Where, the, where are you going Oilers with this? The, um, then they became the Tennessee Oilers and then became... Oh, they'll just be Tennessee whatever. I mean, they're, they're, they've been trying to... The, the Music City uh, Sports Group, or whatever they're called, has been trying to get a baseball team there for a long time. And Nashville is close enough to Cleveland that a division realignment wouldn't be necessary. Yeah. They would Where still... If they moved to Vegas, there would be a complete overhaul to happen. So well, if, oh, they, if Oakland moved to Nashville, division realignment would be necessary. Right. So. The A's are most likely going to move to Vegas, and the Indians, if they don't sign their lease, are going to move to Nashville. That's, that's where I'm at. But I would love to be wrong in all of this. Yeah. Love to be wrong. But until they are, until they sign that lease extension, I'm skeptical. Okay. Before so, we had to break, point. can uh, Chirk go berserk on the topic? Go berserk. Go berserk. You got Do it. Do it. And we still have three minutes, so I don't know why you're Go berserk. Go. All right. So, yeah, I made a video about this already, talking about, like, how this is a great start, changing the name and all this, but I do think there's, like, some, uh, um, some symbolism in it, specifically with, like, uh, um, just, like, if you think about it, like, the, the Indians, Native Americans, like, they've been, uh, I, some owners probably go into their land and take the oil. Oh, I think you talked about this on one of your videos recently. Yeah, that's what you just said. That's what I just said. Oh, yeah. <laughs> he literally started this off with I, I did this video with this. Yeah, and and I think that's the deeper level into to this to repair this whole thing. So looking at it from an actual Native American standpoint, yes. is where you're at. And help repair yeah. Support native owned businesses, all and that he, kind of stuff. You just reminded me though, you started going down this uh trail, James, where you had said, Look, there's so many people on the internet saying stupid stuff right now. Yes. And, and one of the things they keep saying is, oh, it's, uh, it, it was name the Indians after this one player. Louis Sakalakis. Yes, which, which the history is there with that player, but it's not even, it doesn't line up the way they want it to. It doesn't line up, and it's the fact that he played for the unrelated Cleveland Spiders franchise. And regardless, they're not Indians. Like, I, this is what I keep harping on. It doesn't matter. None of that matters because they're not <laughs> Indians. I'm, I'm over here smacking my mic. Yeah, I was just going to say, dude, they're not Indians. Oh, sorry. 
it, Christopher Columbus called them Indians because he thought he landed in India. But he didn't. But he did. He uh, landed in Indians. the West Indies. They're Native Americans. They don't like to be called that. Then it's it's disrespectful. That was like yeah. uh, in the West Indies. That was like the Tainos. Right. That was the Tainos. Correct. Um. So. We already had Washington change their name. Now the Indians have changed their name. We still got the Braves. We still have the Braves. We the still Chiefs. have the Chiefs. And we still have the Blackhawks. Of those three... And the Seminoles. Yes, the Seminoles. Thank you. There are many others. That's right. Goes on forever. But I'm just talking about like those primary four. In my opinion, the one team who is not going to change their name... The Chicago Blackhawks. You know what? I think they're the one team that actually is, but this is a, a longer conversation for a different day because we got to head to a commercial right now. But when we come back in just a few minutes, we have some college football discussion, including some big moves happening in the SEC. What are you going to do with your old car? You can try selling it, you could junk it, or you can donate it to Heritage for the Blind. Your car will be towed away for free, and your donation is tax-deductible. Just call 1-800-778-1489. Heritage for the Blind accepts cars, vans, trucks, and boats. It doesn't matter if your vehicle runs or not. It will be towed away for free, and you'll be supporting those that need help. Heritage for the Blind is a nonprofit organization that helps the visually impaired live fuller lives. Call right now to donate your car. And as a special thank you, you'll receive a free three-day vacation voucher to over 50 locations. Call Heritage for the Blind right now. Call 1-800-778-1489. Donating is easy, and your vehicle is towed away for free. Plus, you'll get a free vacation voucher for donating. Call now, 1-800-778-1489. That's 1-800-778-1489. As Bruce Wayne once said, A hero can be anyone, even a man doing something as simple and reassuring as putting a coat around a little boy's shoulder to let him know that he isn't alone in the world. Do you feel that with great power comes great responsibility? Are you interested in changing kids' lives by giving them hope? Then perhaps you should consider being a hero. Superheroes to Kids in Ohio continues to make costume visits to children's hospitals, special needs centers, and various charitable events whenever they are needed, all in an attempt to bring a few smiles to kids and people in need of hope. You can find out more at SuperheroesToKidsInOhio.com. Hello, and welcome to today's lottery drawing. Good luck. And here's today's winning numbers. First one up, it's not yours. Second one, not yours. And another number that's not yours. Okay, this is one number that's yours. It's a five, but you don't get any money for that. And the final number is not yours. Yep, so chances are you're not going to hit the lottery anytime soon. Don't get us wrong. The lottery can be fun every now and then. Just please don't rely on it for your future savings. How about this? Brew your own coffee at home instead of buying that latte every day. Brown bag it to work instead of ordering in. Ride your bike instead of buying all that gas. These changes alone can save you thousands a year. Thousands. Small changes today, big bucks tomorrow. Feed that piggy bank. Go to feedthepig.org for more free ideas on how to save. Feedthepig.org. This message brought to you by the American Institute of Certified Public Accountants and the Ad Council. Question, what will you find on all over-the-counter or OTC medicine packages to help you choose the right drug and use it safely? The answer, the drug facts label. This label lists the medicine's active ingredients and purpose, how much to take, and warnings you should know before using it. Remember, even OTC medicines you buy without a prescription can cause side effects you don't want. So follow the information listed on the drug facts label. For more information, visit fda.gov drug. Drug Facts Label, a message from the U.S. Food and Drug Administration. 
You're listening to the flagship home of Lake County Captains Baseball. We are the talk of the land. AllSportsCleveland.com. Valley View, Cleveland. So now we're on. Now we're on. You guys <laughs> tell us why we're on. I heard the commercial go off. Jerk experience round two. No, I'm trying to like put the mic lock talk on and like turn it off on and off throughout. I at least want to point out that Chirk is obviously really trying. Yeah, Chirk is trying. So, so kudos for that. And this is our first time actually being live, so. Yeah, in a while. It's a, it's a, an experience and welcome to everybody who's joining in now, but uh, yeah, uh, Chirk experience. Thank you. Yes, you're in the Chirk box, baby. <laughs> yeah. Chirk's going berserk by pressing buttons and tell us we're on when we're already on. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, speaking of going berserk, uh, we got some major realignment happening in college football. Oklahoma and Texas have submitted applications to join the SEC. Big 12 is in major trouble. First of all, the Big 12 is dead. Okay, you already used you that. Can't, yeah, track. you can't use, yeah, use a different one. Come yeah. on. Wants to be real. That, that won't work either. <laughs> <laughs> Try again later. Yeah, Try again, again later. Here's your here's a response to that. Yeah, the Pac-12 is in trouble, and also, if that happens, the SEC is even scarier. Yeah. yeah. And it, it's going to dominate college football. Okay, counterpoint, uh, this is the dumbest thing Oklahoma and Texas could do. Agreed. Uh, totally. <laughs> I don't know what this is, but okay. Um, <laughs> what is move, that? Moving on from Chirk's uh, you said they were the, sound they, effect. Never but, mind, that might have been. Um, what? Wait, what's your reasoning, Chirk? Uh, the chicken one, I thought, since you said they made a dumb move, I thought that was not. Never mind. <laughs> we were. <laughs> what? I have no word. Ha- hashtag Chirk logic. Round, uh, round of applause for Chirk, everybody. So, I think this is incredibly dumb, and here's why. The, obviously, the goal for Oklahoma and Texas, more so Oklahoma than Texas, because despite how many times they say it, Texas is still not back. No. But is to actually get back into the college football playoff and compete for a national championship. Yeah. However, joining the one di- division, the one conference, where they perpetually enter two teams in it every year that are better than both of them is the dumbest thing they could possibly do. I could they, not agree with you more. They should have either, A, stayed in the Big 12, even though it's whatever, it's the Big 12, it stinks. Or B, they should have joined a better conference than the Big 12, such as the Pac-12 or the Big 10. Going to the SEC was dumb. Yeah, the SEC, that was the wrong conference to join because now they're going to have to play Alabama, Auburn, LSU, Florida, Georgia, Texas A&M. A lot of heavy hitters. So I'm, I'm reading about this, and they're saying that because of this, that if this happens, it could actually jeopardize the chances of an extended playoff happening and um, it says that it could very well delay it. They, they, they're trying to say that the 12-game idea was on the fast track to get approved before this season, which I know James and I have both said we're not fans of. Oh, if, this, if this kills the 12-team uh, the playoff yeah, I'm, thing, I'm good with that. Yeah, thank yeah. you, Oklahoma yeah. and Texas, for being dumb. I'm, I wasn't un- thrilled about 12. I just wanted them to expand it from four. Well, the reason I'm bringing it up, I just don't – I'm not exactly sure I understand why. I, I mean, I guess – I have an idea. It messes up the alignment a little bit. Well, but. It, their theory, 
I'm assuming, is that with all of these elite teams in the SEC, we don't need the expanded playoff because all the other good teams in the SEC would have been in it. So the teams that beat the crap out of each other along the way would have been the other teams included. So that makes a little more sense. So That's just what I'm, you know, coming up with here. Since talking. Oklahoma and Texas are joining, presumably joining the SEC, have you heard the rumors that Kansas and Iowa State might join the Big Ten? I have not heard that. Uh, uh, here's my response. Who cares? I, what, we want two more teams like Rutgers and, and Maryland in the division? <laughs> what about Kent State? Th- th- I'd rather have Kent State in the Big Ten than those two teams. And Kent State stinks. <laughs> did you really just say Kent State? Yeah, I did say Kent State. And ladies and gentlemen, this is Church. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to uh, the, the Berserk Experience Round 3. Uh, I mean, the thing is that... Those teams are good in the conference they play in, but if they were to play in a conference like the Big Ten, it would, it would be like Rutgers and Maryland yeah. and uh, Purdue. I mean, come on, we don't, do we really need more Purdue's? No. We're going to have three Purdue's. <laughs> no. So I don't one want one is too many. The only thing they're bringing Notre, to the table is the world's largest drum. Notre Dame, too? Notre Dame has said it, they want to remain independent. The only one to actually... Had this conversation with would be Notre Dame, but they're always going to stay independent because that's Notre Dame. They they the, the amount of back and forth they've had between uh, Big Ten and Notre Dame is just not going to happen. It's like just the ultimate tease. Like Notre Dame's just like, oh hey, we might join the Big Ten. May- oh no, 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 no. The only reason they were in the ACC is because they needed to be last year because of everything with COVID. That's it. Notre Dame and Big Ten are in perpetual friend zone. It's never going to happen. Yeah. But speaking of the Big Ten, Penn State is going to break tradition and do two whiteout games this year instead of the usual one. Their first one is going to be the full student whiteout. That's going to be a non-conference game against Auburn. And then their second one's going to be a student-only section against Michigan. So before we go any forward, for for the more casual fan, can you please explain the whiteout? Yeah, so the whiteout, usually it's when either Ohio State or Michigan comes to Happy Valley to play Penn State, and everybody in the stadium is wearing white. To it, and I've definitely seen this, but the reason I ask, like, what's what's the reasoning behind it? Do you know? Uh, yeah, I don't dark remember dark. the reasoning off the top of my head. You think it might have some dark history? I don't know. I'm looking, no, I'm looking it, has, it has nothing to do with race or anything like that. No, that's not even what I was thinking. I'm just curious because I, I feel like there's got to be some reason. Yeah. Like if tradition's I, born out I, of something. Yeah. Like, right. I certain w- schools do blackouts. Uh, right. Certain colors. I've looked this up in the past. Um, Give me a sec. Penn State, Auburn's going to be one of them. I right. They, they've only been doing it since 2004. Right. And they're about 8-8, eight and eight, I think. In, yeah, it started in 2004. Uh, let's see. Yeah, they lost that first game 20-13. to 13. But, I mean... It's, it's whatever. Did they I mean, say why they started this, it? Teams do this all the time. Yeah, it's, but it's, this is... This is like a big thing for Penn State to do the whiteout. Because it means like it's a big game. But every, every team does this. I and mean, not is, really. Is any game of Penn State yeah. really a big game? Yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm Ohio State does the exact same thing. But they wore their all black uniforms, they had a blackout. Yeah. Yeah. 
I mean, every, every like most teams have their own version of this. I think Penn State just likes to feel like they're special because they're Penn State. Okay, so according to according to Wikipedia, Does so everybody want to feel special. I do. So according to Wikipedia, take that with a for whatever you will. It says in 2004 to try and draw extra excitement for the team in what was a down year for the program. The Penn State Athletic Department asked students to wear white to the upcoming game against Purdue. Over 20,000 students participated, and despite losing the game, it was deemed a marginal success. Students were at, were again asked to wear white to the following game against Iowa, and was considered to be one of the program's worst outings. So it was specifically because it was a down year, and they wanted to get extra excitement going exactly. in 2004. So now maybe they're just trying to get... More excitement going right. Us? It's become an tr- annual tradition. Again, you know, I don't know that just like by doing the same thing twice, that really like adds anything well, to it. Okay, so again, normally they only do it once against either Ohio State or Michigan, but because of COVID uh, taking away fans from the games last year, they that's why they're doing it oh, twice. So that's their reason. Correct. So that makes uh, okay, sense. so uh, riddle me this, Batman. I apologize um, for not saying that earlier. That makes sense. Riddle me this, Batman. <laughs> okay. They have their whiteout games. Everyone there wears white. Uh-huh. Except for Penn State. They wear their blue uniforms. Why? Yeah, that doesn't make sense. You if they're doing the whiteout, shouldn't they be participating in the whiteout and wear the white jersey too? Again, they're special. <laughs> <laughs> they think they're special. Yes. They're not. I, I don't know what the hell a Nittany Lion is. I really don't care. It, their mascot looks like some sort of like diseased cat. <laughs> <laughs> what about the guy inside? What the less said about the guy inside, the better. Do you think he would get he a choke? He probably smells like a diseased cat. Sh- do you think he should Those get choke? Should he get choke slammed by King? What? Sure, why not? <laughs> what? <laughs> but why is WWE coming into this? Penn State know, wants to feel special because they're Penn State. They King. they're they're the afterthought of the Big Ten. When yeah. you think of the Big Ten, it's Ohio State. Michigan. And it's Michigan, and then it's everybody else. Yeah. Maybe if Wisconsin's having a good year, they you know they finish with you know nine and three, eight and four record, or ten and two if they're having a really good season, or the occasional surprising season from a team like Michigan State or Northwestern. The only Northwestern. The only time Penn State seems to become a storyline is when they spoil somebody else's season. Well, pretty much. If you remember, they had a magical run in 2016 where they upset Ohio State in the whiteout game with the kicked blocked field goal, and then they not only went on went on to win the Big Ten East, they won the Big Ten Championship, and then they took USC right down to the wire in the Rose Bowl. And what have, what have you done for me since then? They've been to the Cotton Bowl, they've been to other uh, big bowl trash. games. They're trash. No, so, actually not. I think they are. Penn State's a trash school. No. Yes, they are. No. They are a second-tier Big Ten school. Okay? Yeah. Because it's number one is Ohio State. Let's be real here. This uh-huh. isn't just being a homer. This is a fact. Ohio State, Ohio Michigan. State, Michigan's a tier below. It's, Ohio State's by themselves. Yeah. I'm, I'm sorry. No, I'm just saying they're second. Uh, Michigan's Did you really just so. say Alabama? Alabama's not in the Big Ten. Michigan and Wisconsin are Tier 2. Tier 3, you enter the teams like Northwestern, Michigan State, Penn State. So they're below Michigan and Wisconsin. Disagree. I'm confused, though. Disagree with you. Why are you defending Penn State so much? I thought you liked Villanova. Yeah, we're in Villanova hat. I've never heard you say anything about Penn State. Ever since... 
you remember their whole scandal that they had yes, with Jerry yes, Sandusky. Yes, Ever since they watching them like rise out, rise up above that, I became a Penn State fan. Well, we didn't know that, but yeah. it doesn't change my mind. I still think they're yeah. trash cool. So that's same, same. still trash. But we school. respectively disagree. I like that's that. not right there. But I, I have valid reasoning for why I like them. But anyways, we gotta head to a break. Uh, we'll be back in a few minutes. When we come back. We got some basketball discussion, depending on uh, discussing what the Cavs might do with the third overall pick. Hey guys, bow season's right around the corner. So get out to PJ's Custom Archery and Lapidary Shop. PJ's make custom bows to fit anyone. They also make takedown survival bows and flint knives as well. Ladies, PJ's has custom-made jewelry. You'll find unique, one-of-a-kind bracelets, pendants, earrings, and much more. PJ is a real craftsman with an artistic layer. PJ only uses materials found or made in the USA. So hurry out to PJ's Custom Archery and Lapidary Shop, located at 112 Leonard Street in South Amherst, or call 440-986-0490. This is Namdi Asamoah. I play football for the Philadelphia Eagles, but what I do off the field with United Way might be more important. I'm a volunteer tutor and mentor. Why? Because over a million kids a year drop out of school, and that's not okay. It takes 12 years to create a graduate, but it takes about the same time to create a dropout. And the difference between a child becoming one or the other could be me, or it could be you. Studies show that if we get to these kids earlier, their chances are better. And kids who read well by third grade are more likely to graduate. So join me in United Way. Suit up and take the pledge. Become a volunteer reader, tutor, or mentor. Because when a child succeeds, we all succeed. Give. Advocate. Volunteer. Live United. Take the pledge at unitedway.org. Brought to you by United Way, the Ad Council, and the National Football League. All across the country, people are coming together to speed up what we can learn about health. The All of Us Research Program is calling on one million people to join us as we try to change the future of health. For your family, for future generations, for all of us. Visit joinallofus.org and find out how you can become one in a million. No matter how large or small your digging project may be, no matter how urban or rural, you must always call 811 before any digging project. 811 is our national one-call number, alerting your local utility companies to come out and mark any lines they have near your dig site. So before you do this or this, make sure you do this. For digging projects big or small, make the call to 811. Brought to you by Common Ground Alliance. to AllSportsCleveland.com, your home for the best high school basketball in Northeast Ohio. Welcome back to So What's the Catch? Jerk, are, 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 oh, we, are, do we have a good transition this time? Are we, uh, are we oh, good? Oh, oh, oh. Now we're good. Oh, oh we're, we're good, good now. Okay. Uh, oh. okay. I, I hit the mic on button and it did Some challenges from Chirk. But anyways, the NBA draft tomorrow. The Cavs hold the third overall pick. Who are they taking? Evan Mobley. Evan Mobley. 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 Better than Patino uh, Mobley. No. Patino. But anyways, yeah, I think we're all in lockstep here, Evan Mobley. Uh, There could be a wrinkle here. Could Um, could Catino train him? No. The Cavs could 
trade down with the Thunder, because the Thunder and Cavs have had trade discussions about the Cavaliers trading down. So you you're s- so you're saying the Cavs would give up the number three pick to the Thunder? Mm-hmm. I'm not on board with that. And what I just read from an insider said that uh, the Cavs are going to be asking for a King's ransom. Basically, they're going to want everything if they want that pick. Make that trade. No. No. I say no. Why? You don't. We're going to get a King's ransom. No, no. Don't do that. Don't do that. Having all the draft picks in the world, I've had this discussion with you guys multiple times. You have. Uh, what has it resulted in for every single team that has this horde of draft picks? Nothing. Sacramento. Timberwolves. Boston. Not Oklahoma how, City. How, how many teams with titles did we just discuss? Zero. Zero. Some teams still stuck in that, like, the, the, in this black hole of not even getting the You playoffs. just said that, and you still want to do this? Yeah, you're, you're, we're just, we just proved our point, and yet you're still trying to argue with us? Uh, yeah, maybe, maybe not. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no. So, it's, I would not do this if I were the Cavs, uh, for basically the reason of they need the best possible talent they can get. Getting more mediocre talent that's the quality of Darius Garland, Colin Sexton, Isaac Okoro is not what they need. They need to find someone who is that tier above them, and the only way to do that is by staying put at three. Going down, you're just acquiring more slightly worse talent. So what I want the Cavs to do is, first of all, trade Colin Sexton. You alright over there? Okay, just making sure. Um, trade Colin Sexton. Don't care who it's to, as long as we get a good return. Um, so, not sure what you do at point guard, but you have... Your point guard's Garrett Garland. Uh, your point guard's Garland, thanks. And then shooting guard, you find someone. Probably Coro just played it uh, right got, now. But what I was going to say is um, you have a Coro at small forward, Mobley at power forward, and then you have Jared Allen at center. If we can sign him. I... I think that's a pretty – if you can find a good, solid shooting guard, that's a decent starting five. So and not overpay him. If you're keeping Jared Allen, why would you add another big man to the mix after trading Colin Sexton? Hear me out. Explore drafting a guard. I, I, mm. actually, I actually, Like who? I actually have a good trade-off. Ooh, I you like that. Suggs, so you would have Garland, Suggs, Okoro, let's say Nance, and Jared Allen as your starting five. Ooh, I like that, actually. That's all right. Now still needs some work. Yeah. But I think it's a decent starting point. Mm-hmm. So the NBA said they're going to do the play-in tournament again for this upcoming season. So do you Cavs, non-story. Got it. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. the reason I'm asking is because if we can improve even a little bit, do you think there's a chance the Cavs could get to that point? I say no. if we – this is a stretch, but uh, make the moves to get rid of, like, Kevin Love, Sexton – Mm-hmm. Chetty and maybe one or two more people. You draft the right person and it's working throughout the season, then yeah. But as of right now, I'm not gonna say we're making the play in tournament. Yeah. I'm not saying playoffs like top eight. I'm just saying play it. That's it. I've got a good trade up in- interesting trade. Okay, oh. come on, hit, hit, All right, hit, hit, let's hit, hear this. this, this let's hear this. Serious. This one's serious, guys. Drum roll. Okay, Mikhail Bridges for somebody. We got uh the Dallas Mavericks. We they trade away Kristaps Porzingis, and we trade uh, Sexton Love. That straight I don't up. I want Porzingis. No, yeah. no, I don't want Porzingis. Too What's injury prone. Porzingis. Too injury prone, and no. He hasn't played at a high level or, or, in years. So what about Sexton and Love for for Simmons and Harris? Tobias Harris. Why would you want 
either of those contracts. I don't, I don't think Sixers give up Harris well, didn't like you, that. Didn't you say there were three teams that were interested in Ben Simmons? Yeah, we were not one of them. I'm glad, though. Yeah. What were those three teams? Uh, Miami, Toronto, and Washington. And uh, the biggest money right now they're saying is on Miami. I don't know if Ben sense. Simmons and Jimmy Butler would play well together. They already played together before. Didn't yeah. they? Didn't they have like personality issues? That was him and Cat. Uh, when the Timberwolves. Oh yeah, you're right. You're right. Wiggins too. I mean, it's it's basically Jimmy Butler and everybody has uh, issues at some point, but Jimmy Butler and Carl Anthony Towns did not get along. I mean, I, Ben Simmons could fit in Miami, and that'd be a nice little lineup right there. Yeah. Because he doesn't need to shoot. Yeah, he no, got he uh, Butler. I think healthy Oladipo. Hero. Uh, yeah. They probably have to trade Hero to get him. Yeah, yeah, yeah you're right. So you, you still keep out of bio. So Duncan uh, Robinson. Honestly, from Miami's perspective, if someone, if, if Tyler Hero is the asking price, we're an all star. I mean, first of all, I don't understand the obsession that people have with Tyler Hero. He's fine. But yeah. They're acting like, oh my God, it's Tyler Hero. Like, Tyler three hundred five. They call him. I think the obsession. Uh, who calls him that? Wait. Yeah. yeah. I haven't heard that. Is that a basketball reference nickname? Because Jack Harlow, yeah, the rapper, actually has a song called Tyler Hero. He you does. Went to college with him. Okay. So so that gives him some, uh, some street credibility in my eyes. I don't so know. Basketball. <laughs> so so back to the question at hand: Do the Cavs have to play in tournament next year? No. Uh, I think their goal should be. I'm looking at the record. They finished 28 games below 500 last year. Mm-hmm. Get that to 25, 25. to 22. Yeah. Okay. So make that next a little bit of improvement. Yeah. Uh, for the love of God, score. They were the, the lowest scoring team in basketball so last year. And how do they not score when they had somebody on the team that averaged 24 points per game? How are you talking about Colin Sexton? Yes. yes Colin Sexton has a high usage rate. He's not effective, he's not efficient, and oh, he's a ball hawk. i got to correct you on that. He did have a 45% field goal rating. That doesn't matter if he's not efficient. It, exactly. It's it doesn't. empty stats. They're, they're empty so, stats. Okay. Hey, Chirk, have you played fantasy football before? Anyone else here play fantasy football? Yes, I do. I try it. Okay. Do you know why Matt Stafford was such a valuable quarterback in fantasy football for Because so he has empty sets. The team would always be trailing. He would be have to throw the ball 40 times in the second half. He would get you 250 yards and three touchdowns in the second half because they were trailing by 21 points. On that mm-hmm. note, do you remember in the AFC, AFC wildcard game last season, Brown Steelers, Big Ben racked up a ton of stats, right? It's because, the first of all, the Browns had like all their secondary injured, but secondly, the Steelers were trailing, so they had to throw it. I mean, who else is going to score on the Cavs, man? It's who? A, who? Garland? Garland's a fine scorer, but he's probably someone who's probably at average 15 a game. He's like he's a like Stephon Marbury a little bit. He's not like Stephon Marbury. At all. No. no? He, he is a, a slightly better Jordan Clarkson. I have no. been saying this for six months, Monte and Ellis. I am dying on this hill. Yeah, but Jordan He's a slightly better Jordan Clarkson. Yeah, but Jordan Clarkson just won six man of the year for Utah. That's what Colin Sexton could be if he comes off the bench. I think he's, but he's I in the starting he's lineup here for some reason, mostly because the team stinks. Be, I don't know. Like, I think he could be a starter averaging 20 points per game. No, absolutely not. No. Who? What? No. So, Sexton? He's only been there for three years. Okay, dude, so man, we're so impatient with a lot of these players. Dude, how, it's, it's, it's not about patience, really. It's about it's about timelines with the team, their competitive window, 
and paying guys high dollar figures. Impatience. And so they're gonna have to pay him a lot of money for someone that has a has appeared to be a non-competitive, non-impact player. What? So. You have a thought on DeMar DeRozan completely switching and going to NBA pre-agency. You have a thought on this, AJ? Oh, I said the best fit for him would be the Lakers. He said he wanted to play for a championship team anyway. That's He's from time. L.A. I don't see him going to the Clippers. I, the Lakers is his best fit. And that would actually work for him. It's his hometown. And you were... Uh, remind us again of your conspiracy theory about Bradley Beal. Yeah, I had a conspiracy theory that Bradley Beal was going to go to the Lakers just because LeBron gave up 23 and now he's wearing six. Bradley Bill was a fan of LeBron. We're 23 in college because of LeBron. So I thought that would happen. I I still have it that he could be in L.A., but I'd rather see DeRozan in L.A. just because I'd rather win, see him win a championship first. Yeah, I'd like to see DeRozan win a championship, and I feel like him and LeBron would have good chemistry, actually. It's not a lot of clogging the lane either because he can step out mid-range. Yeah, it, I just wish he had a three-point shot. Yeah. He's got the occasional three. They said they could get him and Kyle Lowry. And no. That was a good backcourt pairing in It's Toronto. just if Kyle Lowry takes that uh, shorter pay. I think it would be absolutely hilarious to see uh, the two people that he's played for the Raptors that LeBron completely waxed between <laughs> joined forces with him in L.A. Was uh, it? That would be that'd funny. That would be hysterical. That, that would, would be, be fantastic. Wasn't that... Wasn't it that after we beat Toronto in 2018, like somebody changed uh, Wikipedia, something on the Raptors Wikipedia page to like LeBron's blank? Do you uh, know what I'm talking I about? I know what you're talking about. I know I know everyone was cher- uh, chanting Lebronto, which was hilarious. Yes. Uh, I shirts that, were made with Lebronto on it. That might also be why it awesome. was. You know what my nickname is for the for the for the Raptors? What? The Reptars. The Reptars. We're making Rugrats references in 2021. <laughs> oh wow! I, no, my bo- my boy had like a shirt. It like said the your boy. My my. <laughs> from high school. Uh, I still talk to this t- to this day. He had like a he had like a sweatshirt on that said that. All right. I thought, man, that's what I was calling them when they went when they were facing them in the playoffs. I think four Le- or five years ago. I think LeBron toe is what you I meant, <coughs> not LeBron, not the other thing. So, um, real quick, Cavs, uh, does Jared Allen stay in Cleveland? I think it depends on if we draft Evan Mobley. Got got it. Then no. I'm like fifty fifty. Jonathan right Kuminga. That's not the question I asked. Yeah, that's not. We're, we're <laughs> <laughs> getting getting it's back such on. A, it's such a good answer, though. I'm gonna give the same answer. <laughs> Jonathan Kuming. <Kuminga. laughs> <laughs> I lo- I love that Ch- Kramer over there was just sitting in silence, and then he comes back with that. For me, Basketball I'm I'm fifty fifty right now. I say if we can get like. If you could work out him and Mobley together, mm-hmm. then yeah, but if he asks for too much or we're willing to give him too much, then no. I say 60-40, he's gone. But with that, we got to head to a break. We come back, we got some football discussion, including Deshaun Watson and the return of Aaron Rodgers. This is Namdi Asamoah. I play football for the Philadelphia Eagles, but what I do off the field with United Way might be more important. I'm a volunteer tutor and mentor. Why? Because over a million kids a year drop out of school, and that's not okay. It takes 12 years to create a graduate, 
but it takes about the same time to create a dropout. And the difference between a child becoming one or the other could be me, or it could be you. Studies show that if we get to these kids earlier, their chances are better. And kids who read well by third grade are more likely to graduate. So join me in United Way. Suit up and take the pledge. Become a volunteer reader, tutor, or mentor. Because when a child succeeds, we all succeed. Give. Advocate. Volunteer. Live United. Take the pledge at unitedway.org. Brought to you by United Way, the Ad Council, and the National Football League. If you're talking, they will hear you. We all want our kids to grow up safe and healthy. So we show them how. And we tell them with honest conversations that let them know what we expect. Not just one time, but every chance we get. That's especially important when it comes to alcohol and other drugs. Kids not only need to know the dangers and how to avoid them, they need to hear it often from you. And when it comes to pain medications, opioids, they need to know that they should never be taken without a prescription and never shared with friends or family. It's dangerous and illegal. So talk with your kids and guide them through the challenges of growing up safe and healthy. Because when you talk, they hear you. For more information about talking with your kids about underage use of alcohol and other drugs, visit underagedrinking.samsa.gov. So talk, they hear you. You can do it if you try. I knew something had to give. I was overweight, I didn't exercise, and my doctor told me I would most likely develop diabetes if something didn't change. Fortunately, I joined a program that helped me make healthier choices, like eating better and being more active. The YMCA's Diabetes Prevention Program was a wake-up call that really changed my life. The Centers for Disease Control and Prevention predict that one in three Americans could have diabetes by the year 2050. The WISE 12-month lifestyle modification program is part of the CDC's National Diabetes Prevention Program, where the goal is to prevent the onset of type 2 diabetes. For those who qualify, the program is covered through United Healthcare and Medicare. To find where the program is available in Ohio, visit ymca.net slash diabetes. Take control of your health. This message, sponsored by the Ohio Department of Health, aired by the Ohio Association of Broadcasters and this station. High school football lives here on allsportscleveland.com. Talk of the land. Valley View, Cleveland. Big news. Oh, we're on. We're on. We're, we're on now? Uh, did you press the lock button? Are we good? Yeah, we're good. Now we're on. All right, now we're good. Sure. Yep. 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 Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> One. Two, three. three. Okay, <laughs> we're back. Uh, we had some big news happening in Green Bay yesterday. Aaron Rodgers back with the pack. Uh, I wasn't sure it was actually going to happen. I thought that he might have either retired or got traded, but he's back. I thought he was retired. I thought he was good hold out at least. You might but he's back, though. He might be pulling some Brett Favre. But he's back with the team, playing with the team. That's exactly how. What? The, what? <laughs> but do the same pattern. Brett Favre retired, came out of retirement, got Aaron Rodgers just didn't talk to anybody. Right. Brett Favre. <laughs> Which is pretty much normal for Aaron Rodgers. Right. When Brett Favre retired, he then came out of retirement and got traded to the Jets. I know I saw one funny thing about this. Somebody wrote a whole article about, like, 
okay, yeah, he's coming back to play for him now, but can you really trust that he's going to give it his all? Look, Aaron Rodgers is going to give it his all no matter where he's at. Yeah, uh, pretty much. So I don't, you know, I don't think he's going to try to take out something spiteful on the team during the season. I like, do. I don't see that. You think it's his last like run though? I saw on his um, Instagram he posted the Jordan and Scotty yeah. last dance, yeah. and then I forget who else posted it. Devontae Adams. Yeah. So. Well, they're think? both impending free agents now. When regarding they redid his contract, mm-hmm. so he could leave, which is what he wants. It's right. going to be his last year in because Packer for sure. Because him and uh, Mr. Guntekunst do not get along. <laughs> and the Packers <laughs> just trade for Randall Cobb. Wait, what? Yeah, like, they got him back. Yeah, Randall Cobb is back. Yeah, that was part of the condition of Aaron Rodgers returning to the team. He's like, I want my contract redone, and I want Randall Cobb. All right, then he might. He, I think Cobb could actually maybe have a resurgence. Cobb will be fine. Cobb's a fine guy. I, I know there was uh, some questions about uh, whoever, whoever they drafted uh, this past draft, the uh, receiver. He, yeah, I don't remember off the top of my head. Uh, it doesn't matter because Aaron Rodgers is going to throw it around Cobb. Who yes. cares about the new guy? New guy can work out things with Jordan Love for next season. Right. Or, or <laughs> the new guy could take over and prove himself. So, you never know. And it could be a three-man, three three-person uh, receiving court. Uh, who cares? It's gonna be it's gonna be Devontae Adams, Randall Cobb, then. Um, Donald Driver. <laughs> Donald <laughs> bring Donald Driver out of retirement. Being Greg Jennings back, yeah. he put the whole team on his back. What, what was uh, what was Chris Berman's nickname for Donald Driver? It was like. Uh, bring Jordy Nelson back for that matter. Chris Berman always like said something. Chris Berman always Don- came up with terrible nicknames. Yeah. Yeah, I don't remember one for Donald Driver. The only one I remember for, for receivers is I can see for miles and miles Austin. My, okay. my, fav- my favorite was uh, Deuce McAllister. Ace, Deuce, and plenty of use. So, oh, my God. So, Kramer, you said earlier you don't think that Rodgers is going to do anything to spite the team. Rodgers is a true competitor and a professional, and I think no matter where he landed, he's going to play as hard as I he agree with Kramer. Well, so... I, here's why I'm pushing back a little bit. Just because he's back with Green Bay. I think he's going to take this season to really say, screw you guys. I'm going to show you what I can do, and I'm going to show you why you shouldn't have ticked me off. Well, what I'm saying is, is in spite of it, he's not going to go out there and tank. He's not going to go out there and purposely lose. Ah, uh, now any, I get what If anything, yeah, it'll help him. He'll, right. he'll, he'll have an anger and a resentment about him. But he's going to be a better player for Okay, that. so I was just, I just saw what, no. I just saw what and you said. And something else I just saw, way. too, is he actually, he, he gave up a decent little chunk of money. Well, to me, it's a decent <coughs> little chunk of money this summer. Uh, this is the first time ever that he skipped preseason. He made it on the very last day for veteran reporting. And by doing that, he missed out on a half a million dollar <laughs> workout bonus. Wow. All he had to do was show up one time and work out, and he would have had half a mil. I guess to Rogers, you know, that's money to throw away. I mean, he probably just filmed the new State Farm commercial and got that money back. <laughs> <laughs> or, so, or that yeah, might, I would not be missing a half a million dollars. Well, I wouldn't not. either, but when yeah. you have uh, FU money like uh, he does. How much oh. do punters make? Punters? Yeah. Like a million a year. Why'd you bring punters into this? He wants to try out for the Browns. <laughs> <laughs> no, they no, we already, got, we already got the Scottish we... Hammer. Okay, so speaking of quarterbacks coming back to training camp, Deshaun Watson's back with the Texans. Dude's not going to play. Come on. Uh, no? No. Absolutely not. Is Are you saying that because uh, of his uh, training? Of, of the 22 uh, criminal allegations against him. That's why. Got it. There's mm-hmm. zero chance he takes the field when these uh, investigations and trials and whatever are still going on. Is his he's, cur- he's got commissioner's exemplars written all over him. Is his career done? Uh, depends on how this all sorts out. 
I can't answer that though. But it depends on all this sort all this sorts out. All it takes is just one will, for him to be done. Will he be on the Stunning Growth YouTube channel? Do what? Uh, nah, just like a bunch. Of, it's a sport. It's usually mostly Please basketball. Don't say it. We all know what that is. Matt, it's mostly basketball, but it talks about stories that like what could have been. Uh, I'm gonna say no. He will not be on the Stunted Growth YouTube channel. Shout out to you. Uh, He's got other problems to worry about showing up on that channel. Yeah. Hmm. He's got a lot. I don't, I don't think he throws a pass at all this year as long as, long as mean, this stuff's still going he, on. He doesn't show up on the channel. They just analyze him. Uh, well, I understand. But the, the, the fact of the matter is teams aren't going to want to actually trade for him, especially with the reported asking price. It's like three first-round picks and like two like wow. high-quality players. The Texans have zero interest in trading him. Mm. Yeah. So I don't think he plays. No. I agree with you. I don't think I so. He can show up to practice. He can show up to training camp. He can do whatever, but there's there's no way. He ain't playing. There's no way the NFL can So, following it through on that, who do you think starts for the Texans this year? They have Tyrod Taylor currently, Davis Mills, and uh, Jeff Driscoll. So, if they don't make any other It'll moves. It'll be Tyrod. Tyrod, but do you see them trying to make a move? Are they going to play with Tyrod? They'll play with Tyrod because they're a team going nowhere. They just yeah. need someone to, to man the ship, not have it go down in flames, and... Like just create some sort of stability, which is what that franchise needs, and I think he's a guy who can uh, provide some stability at the quarterback position. It's not exciting. It's not great. If you love checkdowns, Tyrod Taylor's your guy. But aside from that, I really don't think that uh, they have any sort of how about urgency a, to make a move. At how, how about position. Deshaun Kaiser's second chance? He's been out of the league for, like, what, five, four years now? I Something think, like that. I think that he's still young. He's only 25. But he stinks. Yeah, he did I, not. He stinks because of the. No, he stinks because he stinks. He's also. A, he stinks because he's an Notre Dame, Notre Dame quarterback. They're terrible. Yeah. Um. So, how badly are we going to smash the Texans in week two? Uh, really I hope. Bad. Like, I'm very not bad. making predictions. This <laughs> early. Yeah, not this early. I mean, yeah. uh, no one can make this prediction uh, after week one and before week two. I mean, the Cavs. Who, or not the Cavs. The the Browns lost against the Jets last season. So yeah, true. That that has an asterisk on it though. Their entire receiving core was out with COVID. Yeah, he was throwing to guys that nobody in here has ever heard of. But that's uh, just the perfect yeah. example. Why though? Why not to make speculations this far back? Because who would have ever thought? You know, this season or this last season ended up so strange. You just never know. And speaking of COVID. Ravens quarterback Lamar Jackson tested positive for COVID-19 again. And he's going to be sidelined for a while. What kind well, of impact do you think this has on the Ravens? Anything? None. When does the season start? Not till September. They'll be fine. Over a month from now. So, yeah. yeah. Uh, he Didn't did. he have, so, like, a really bad response to that first time he had COVID, though? I believe so, yeah. So, he'll either be out for at least 10 days or a couple of days, depending on vaccination status which mm-hmm. teams are not allowed to disclose, and, or if he returns two negative tests in 24 hours. So a lot of players are threatening to retire. Yeah, I think... I, you I know think what? Let's have this discussion. Say yeah. it to the mic. Say it to the mic. Yeah, say it again. Yeah. Say it to the mic, exactly what you just said. No, I was saying that... Uh, isn't there like a lot with these rules? A lot of players are like threatening to retire. Yeah, and you know what teams will say if they threaten to retire? Go ahead. We don't have to pay you. Mm. Yeah. We keep going... You are irrelevant to the entire equation. If they want to retire, the, the teams won't care. I think uh, one of the best receivers was on the list. Yeah. Uh, DeAndre Hopkins, Hopkins. Me- mentioned this, and this was a possibility. But, you know, if he retires, you know what the Cardinals say? Bye. <laughs> yeah. We don't have to pay your massive salary and large contract. 
Everything keeps going without the players. Yeah, the, exactly. The, 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 the league is forever. Yeah, the league or, is just a machine. The league is long running. Yes. It might have an end date. Go check out Playmakers. For the time, this isn't Playmakers. For the, for the time being, though, the league is forever. The league is eternal. The players are just mere pieces in the entire yeah. equation. They're this, pawns. No matter yeah, how much value is, they have. Yeah. They're, they're just the pawns on a chessboard. That's yeah. all they are. But, uh... So, players retire. Teams don't care. Right. Say, okay, cool. How well... Are we overlooking the Ravens too much? Because it seems like the conversation mostly has been about the Cleveland Browns and the Pittsburgh Steelers a lot this offseason. I haven't heard a lot about the Ravens. If you go back to when we were talking about predictions on this show, I think we pretty much all brought up the Ravens and said that they're going to do some damage. Yeah, and again, I, I use the phrase when talking about the Steelers, the, but uh, the Ravens are the Ravens until they're not. So it, until they show that they, they can't be as competitive as they are, as, as soon until they show that you know their offense isn't as effective and, uh, and sometimes completely dominant as it is, until their defense falls off a cliff, they're, I mean, they're still, you still have to take them seriously. Yeah. It's, it, it's not like how teams treat the Browns a couple years ago, which was completely right because that fell apart. Right. The, the Ravens and the Browns will be a, a big rivalry. I hope, I hope you're right. And I, do you, Could you see in the future any Ravens players bringing up the history of the Browns as some, something to no. – like a press conference? No. I think you're the only person that does that. I mean, yeah. I mean, I mean the, Brown, the Browns should have won a couple Super Bowls. So here's what I'll, here's what I'll say. Ray Lewis I'm, not going, to, I'm not going to rule it out, but I think uh, – the way things uh, worked out for the Steelers and the Browns is the Browns, and then they got the crap kicked out of them two weeks in a row. Uh, that might deter some people from making some similar comments. Okay? So, while I don't completely rule it out, I think teams and players might be a little bit more cautious in saying it now compared to previously. Yeah. Browns are no joke. This is, this is nice. Well, they, I mean, they should be competitive. They should be, I think they're back. Uh, they should have a good season. But with that, that's the end of hour one here. We're going to be uh, going to commercial, and we're going to come back with hour two. Where things get spicy. Things get weird in hour two. Yeah, Stay they two. do. Yeah. Spicy. Mostly. We're starting with the pressure scale. This area right here. Hmm. for Kids Cleveland was started in 1981 by local radio station employees. Since then, we have raised over $3.25 million and distributed over 500,000 coats in Northeast Ohio through the Salvation Army and more than 75 other social service agencies. All donated coats are cleaned by Syntas prior to distribution. Our goal for 2013 is to acquire 25,000 new or like new coats and raise $125,000. Your generous gift of $100 will purchase six new coats for children in need. Call our office today at 216-986-8957 to make a donation or check out our website at coatsforkidscleveland.org to find a list of drop-off locations and hear about our sponsored raffles and contests. If you have a child in need of a coat, you can register with the Salvation Army of Greater Cleveland along with their Christmas registration. For time and date and location information, contact the Cleveland Area Salvation Army at 216-861-8185. At Coats for Kids Cleveland, we hope to make every child feel warm this holiday season. Would you trade $10 to get almost $10,000 in gift cards redeemable at hundreds of places around town? Of course you would. And how incredible would it be if a portion of that $10 was used to support some amazing nonprofits? 
Nonprofits like Awakening Angels, Beautiful Faces, Easter Seals, these nonprofits and more. You get to save money and nurture your community. Join us today at UniteThisCity.com and embrace what makes our community different. Hey, there he is. How's it going? I'm having a stroke. Are you going to shake my hand or what? I'm having a stroke. Wow, you're not even moving your arm. I'm having a stroke. Are you okay? I'm having a stroke. Your face looks weird, too. I'm having a stroke. Are you having a seizure or something? I'm having a stroke. When someone is having a stroke, they may not be able to say it with words, but their body language will tell you loud and clear. I'm having a stroke. You just need to know the sudden signs. Look for FAST, F-A-S-T. F, face drooping. A, arm weakness. Or S, speech difficulty. Then T, time. Time to call 911 immediately. Because the sooner they get to the hospital, the sooner they'll get treatment. And that can make a remarkable difference in their recovery. Know the sudden signs. Face, arm, speech, time. Spot a stroke fast. Visit strokeassociation.org. Brought to you by the American Stroke Association and the Ad Council. My name is Lola Silvestri, and I'm going to be 95 this year. I was very independent. I fell, and I had to have meals on wheels. America, let's do lunch. One in six seniors faces the threat of hunger, and millions more live in isolation. Drop off a hot meal and say a quick hello. Volunteer for Meals on Wheels by donating your lunch break at americaletsdolunch.org. This message brought to you by Meals on Wheels America and the Ad Council. You're listening to your exclusive home of the 2017 Baron Cup, allsportscleveland.com. That was interesting. And so we are back here, and you know, there's a there's a famous song by the band Queen called uh, "Under Pressure." It's one of my Under favorite pressure. songs. Da, 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 da. The the one I I uh, Under Pressure. The one Vanilla Ice stole, right? Yeah, that's the one Vanilla Ice stole. But the reason I bring up one of my favorite Queen songs, "Under Pressure," is that there could be five Browns players under the most pressure this season. Jeremy, Kramer. Yeah, there it. was a. Uh, article. Hey, real quick, I need to, I just can't let this go. During the break, uh, you turned around and you asked Chirk what? Was that too loud in there? And Chirk, you answered. I, I thought, I thought no, you were no, 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 on no, the no, computer no. for a second. AJ, yeah. Chirk answered. It's sleeping. <laughs> I was talking about the computer. I thought you were going to ask me about the computer. I, I couldn't really. Oh my really God. So at that time when he said that, I immediately said, all right. <laughs> I just left it at that. I didn't want to yell again, so. And he just used another shot. Yeah, that's awesome. But, uh, <laughs> was that an eagle? Yeah. Did you know I me? Mean? I don't think it's from Philadelphia, though. Uh, oh, man. Uh, oh, my uh, God. already. Hour so two. Hour uh, two, baby. Well, so there was an article in the Mansfield hour. News last week from Jake Furr, and he was looking at who he thought are the players most under pressure going into this next season. For the Browns. And I kind of wanted to put this out there and see what we thought. Did they miss anybody? And do they have this order right? See, at the very top of the list, and we're going from top to bottom. You know, so one to five. Five to one. So from the least oh. pressure down to the most pressure. Gotcha. They're saying with the least pressure, but still with some pressure, you know, but the least out of these five, OBJ, Odell Beckham. And I have a little bit of an issue right off the bat with that because I feel like he's under a lot. Yeah, I think he has the most pressure. He Like the the... 
I think the only, he only had one 1,000-yard season with us so far. I he's only played two. Yeah, so he's only played two. Two years. I want I'll, I'll hold say he's off. second. Second. Who's number one on you? Baker. Yep, same. Same. But Beckham, I say second most. Yeah. All right. I want to hold off on my opinion until you give all five. Well, getting back to the list, number four, they have Jadavian Clowney. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Um, number three, Grant Delpit. Mm-hmm. Number two, Mac Wilson. Mm-hmm. Number one, Joe Woods. Uh, th- this list is, there's something wrong with this list. Okay. There's, there's, I don't know if there's anything wrong with this list. This is an interesting uh, approach. There, I wouldn't have Grant Delpit on this list at all. Uh, ditto for Mac Wilson, because I don't think Mac Wilson's going to be on the team in like a couple weeks anyways. Again, I always like to bring up the aforementioned Zach Jackson's tweets tackle ratio comment about Mac Wilson. Mm-hmm. Uh, tweets outnumbering tackles by a lot. So, not a great number. But, no. I don't think Mac Wilson's going to be on the team, so I don't think that matters. Uh, Grant Delvin should be on those list. He didn't play a game last year. He was a rookie, whatever. So, I don't feel he's under a whole ton of pressure. Clowney, I get. Joe Woods, I get for sure, because his defense was trash last year, and there's no excuse for it to be like that this year. Okay, and you agree with OBJ? OBJ is on the list. I say he should be second. I say Baker one, OBJ second. I'm going to say Joe Woods third, Clowney fourth, and uh, uh, number five, uh, uh, Njoku to prove that uh, he's not a complete waste of roster space. Okay. I think uh, I think Clowney should be up there. I'm taking out Woods and Njoku. You're taking out Woods? I... All right, let me watch. I need to watch more. Woods Did highlights. you watch the defense last year? I need to watch more Woods highlights. So he's the defensive coordinator. Yeah, he he's the yeah. So <laughs> <laughs> so my list would be Baker. I'm learning. <laughs> so my list would be Baker one, OBJ two, Joe Woods three. So I agree with those. My number four, I would actually put Alex Van Pelt because I want to see how the offense is going to evolve. Okay, but that's going to be a Stefanski, not Van Pelt. Okay, Van Pelt-Stefanski combo that. Why are they under pressure? The offense is good. Yeah, yeah but teams are going to know how to defend it, so... So you're going to put it at number four over other pressing issues? What's five? Number five, I would actually put Klein. Do you... you you're putting pressure on an offense that actually worked and looked good and actually made Baker not look like a bust versus Clowney... It was a bust. Because I want to Whoa, 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 whoa. Clowney's not a bust, but oh, I don't think he lived up Clowney to Clowney is a bust. Yeah, oh. He's a two-time Pro Bowler. Talk can't, Pro you Bowl, can't don't be a bust. Anything, jerk. You can't be a bust if you're a two-time Pro Bowler. Yes, you can. Yes, you can. Literally, right. Jadavian Clowney. It's all pros that matter. We've been over this. All pros. We talked. had one. We yeah. talked about this yeah, on the podcast. A second team all pro in 2016. Second team doesn't matter. That First team all pro. Man, your expe- the expectations here, man. Dude, <laughs> I'm sorry. Uh, being better than, you know, crap is should be a minimum level expectation. Because that's so, honestly what Cloudy kind of is. He's not very good. He's broken. He's overpaid. And he's someone who doesn't do what he's supposed to he, do. He might give some mama's cooking on this channel. What? I don't know what that it means. <laughs> that's, I think that's Kwame Brown's. Yeah. Are you ta- Are you trying to? I think you've been influenced by Kwame Brown or something. But let me explain my reasoning. So. Yes, the offense worked, and Baker did not look incompetent last season. I completely understand it. Valid everything. It was like 28-9 and nine or something, right? The only thing is, 
teams have had, you know, a whole offseason to study it and get adjust to it. So I want I want Stefanski and Van Pelt to show that they can evolve the offense and, you know, not keep it the exact same so that teams aren't getting the same looks. But I don't view that as having pressure on them because it's not like they came in and sold new offense and it was a disaster. They came in and sold new offense and it worked. I don't see pressure there. I just see it a little bit differently than that. You see it wrong. <laughs> no, I don't. Man, what's right and wrong? Can't that be subjective? It is subjective. Not in this case. Yes, it is. <laughs> On this show, trying to get the last word in. Outside this show, it's your opinion. <laughs> Did anybody have Greedy Williams in their list? Uh, no, because I think he's a non-factor. Yeah. Anyone else think Greedy Williams is a factor? <laughs> Go well, months. Well, because we're talking about him, he's going to become a factor. Well, they're saying that he's under pressure because of uh, the draft. And they was the number 26. What about, um, what's our corners? Newsom. What's our Newsom. corners Newsom. name? Uh, uh, Denzel Ward, Greg Newsom, Troy Hill. Those are Denzel. Our three. Den- straight Denzel. Denzel. Is he's he from, under pressure? From no. Macedonia, okay. might I add. What did he say? Uh, it's about Macedonia. No, yeah. Uh, yeah, he's from yeah. Macedonia. Yeah, he's Denzel from Ward. So yeah, he Denzel went to Ward, Nordonia. Greg Newsom, Troy Hill. Those are your starting three corners week one. Any of them under pressure? No. Okay. Is no C- pressure. Do you think Sione Takitaki is under any pressure? No. no. Who? Not at all. Say he's, his name He again. serves his role great. Sione Takitaki. That's one of my girlfriend's favorite names. Which she repeats it during every game. Like, now, Takitaki! Uh, but he's fine. He's a rotational guy, special teams guy, fine. He yeah. had a nice interception against Carson Wentz. But then again, who doesn't get intercept Carson Wentz? I totally forgot. Uh, <laughs> I can't even lie. Boop. Anyways. Ugh. Oh, okay. If we all had Odo Beckham high on the list, right? Yeah. Second. Yes. If he gets into this this game or this season and he has like, you know, the whole team has a lackluster season the first couple games, Six, seven aren't going the way we want them to. Do you see a possibility of a mid-season trade? Possibly. Because I think after a year and a half, man, they might be willing to let him go if, if he's still not showing out. And what's his contract, by the way? It's paying like uh, like, it's like really a hundred. Yeah, he's got a twenty million dollar yeah. year contract. I think. So I don't see the possibility of that happening. I, I what I think is. Uh, leading to a lot of discussion about potential OBJ trades is this perception that the Browns were better with him without him last year and that Baker's a better quarterback without him. There was proof uh, of that, though. Those numbers lie. I think I know what could numbers help Numbers can lie, and that's where it is. The team is not better without one of the best receivers in football. I'm sorry. I know what we need to bring back to get OBJ better. Please. What do we need to bring back? Oh, like no. We need the goal post, baby. We Don't. need that, that kicking post. The what? Huh. The kicking net? Yes, 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 yes. Bring the that. kicking net that was in New York that's never been in Cleveland. The Have kicking a, net that attacked Odell Beckham? <coughs> yes. Well, if OBJ's going to have a breakout season, it sure needs to be he didn't soon. Do that? <laughs> <laughs> Just no, okay. Just 29 years old, it's got to be soon. <laughs> I mean, I think, I think OBJ is going to play better this year, but... It's important to remember with the style of offense that the team plays, with the way that the offense is constructed, with who his quarterback is, you're not going to see those outstanding numbers you saw early on in this career. Shake and bake? You'll see productive numbers. Did you really just call it shake and make? You'll probably have something. I'm just moving past what he just said. <laughs> I'm, I'm plowing through. 
Good. So you'll probably see numbers similar to what he had his first year, which was 70 catches, 1,000 yards, and three touchdowns. I would expect more touchdowns, mm-hmm. but you know, something in that range would be what I would expect, even a little less so in the catches and yards department. So but I, I just don't view him as the key to the offense because he's not. So the only thing I'm, I don't want to happen is if you watch that Dallas game, you saw that Odell only got really involved in the offense because of gadget plays, whether it was the wide receiver handoff that resulted in a touchdown or Jarvis Landry throwing him a touchdown. Mm. So I just don't want it to be that the only way we get OBJ involved is through gadget plays. And I'll wrap this up real quick because uh, we got to head to a commercial in a minute, but I'll answer this real quickly for you. If you remember early on in the season, that was an early game of the season. Yeah, week four. So if you remember, the offense wasn't quite working at the time. The only way to really get it, it didn't start gelling until after the bye week. So there was I thought it was a, week five against the Colts. It wasn't. It really didn't stick going consistently until after the bye week. But you look at the only way that they were able to move the ball with those gadget plays because those gadget plays are unpredictable. It's not something that the defense can game plan for. It takes them by surprise. So that's what they had them. But you're not going to see them as much because you're not going to need them as much because the, the plays, the concepts, the, you know, the blocking scheme, it wasn't quite gelling yet. It started mm. to gel later in the year, but you'll, you'll see that um, they won't run as many this year, especially with those two guys because they have Anthony Schwartz in the mix who is going to be the jet sweep guy. He's going to be the reverse guy. He's going to be that guy. He's going to be in that role. But uh, we have to head to commercial then we come back, we're going to be talking about some combat sports, so you know, I'm going to be very involved in that discussion. <laughs> <laughs> Would you trade $10 to get almost $10,000 in gift cards redeemable at hundreds of places around town? Of course you would. And how incredible would it be if a portion of that $10 was used to support some amazing nonprofits? Nonprofits like Awakening Angels, Beautiful Faces, Easter Seals, these nonprofits and more. You get to save money and nurture your community. Join us today at UniteThisCity.com and embrace what makes our community different. Friends die from drinking and friends don't let friends drink. Imagine me, a dog, moving in with a human. I didn't know how it would work. Turns out, my human's pretty entertaining. For instance, every time I give my human his ball, he throws it as far as he can. And I'm like, dude, that's your ball. So I go get it, but he just throws it. Again! I gotta say though, the more he does it, the funnier it is. I love my human. A person is the best thing to happen to a shelter pet. Be that person. Adopt. Brought to you by the Ad Council and the shelterpetproject.org. Creando conexiones durante la recuperación de un trastorno mental y uso de sustancias pone toda la fuerza de la familia y comunidad apoyándole a usted, ofreciendo apoyo y esperanza. Únete a las voces de la recuperación, fortaleciendo familias y comunidades. Para información confidencial sobre desórdenes mentales y de uso de sustancias para usted o alguien que conoce, llame al 1-800-662-4357. Patrocinado por el Departamento de Salud y Servicios Humanos de los Estados Unidos. We all want our kids to grow up safe and healthy, so we show them how. And we tell them with honest conversations that let them know what we expect. Not just one time, but every chance we get. 
That's especially important when it comes to alcohol and other drugs. Kids not only need to know the dangers and how to avoid them, they need to hear it often from you. And when it comes to pain medications, opioids, they need to know that they should never be taken without a prescription and never shared with friends or family. It's dangerous and illegal. So talk with your kids and guide them through the challenges of growing up safe and healthy. Because when you talk, they hear you. For more information about talking with your kids about underage use of alcohol and other drugs, visit underagedrinking.samsa.gov. So If you drive buzzed, it could cost you around $10,000. You'll face major legal fees, major fines, and steep insurance penalties. You could lose everything. Buzzed, busted, and broke. Because buzz driving is drunk driving. We are the talk of the land. AllSportsCleveland.com. Valley View, Cleveland. Super Show live from Two Bucks Parma. We are back. Are we back? We're back. Are, yeah. Uh, are yeah, we good back. this time? Yeah, okay. Back hmm. here in the berserk box. You need to find something to hold your phone so you can use two hands at once because you're doing this entire operation with your phone in your hand. It's impressive. You, it, you know, what you can't do. they have these things called tripods. I use mine for when I do my radio show. It's great. Right. Yeah. I need, maybe I need to invest in it. Yeah, I think you do. Or, or just like leaning on something. Lean with it, rock with it. Lean with it, rock yeah. with it. Yeah, rock with it. I Kramer, do not entertain oh. this guy. <laughs> <laughs> you entertain hey, it, he keeps hey, going. Uh, anyone who is listening, smell out what oh. the chirk is cooking. No, I had a control to your mic. Yeah. I'd kill it right now. But uh, let me tell you this: uh, anyone who's listening from uh, Twitter that I said <laughs> come listen, it gets weird an hour two. Welcome to it getting weird because weird we're getting subjective. weird here. But. Anyways, like I said before this last commercial, it's combat sports times. It's my time to take a little break from the conversation. So, AJ, Josh, take it away. Uh. (laughs) So, over the weekend, we had a very interesting uh, fight night as Corey Sanhagen, the number two ranked bantamweight in the world, was facing TJ Dillashaw, the returning uh, bantamweight champion. Or, Yeah, he's a former two-time champ. Right? Uh, Yeah. He didn't hold the belt before, though, right? Like, um, before he uh, got kicked out for, like, the two no. years? No, so Julio had the belt. Okay. So Dillashaw had been coming was back after a two-year absence. Uh, he was out because of... Uh, PDs. PDs, foreign substances, something like that. Something along those lines. And I thought Dillashaw looked relatively good against Sanhagen. He looked good. And I know he was uh, battling through some injuries during the fight. They said, "Yeah." So it was it was a good fight. I watched some of the highlights. Uh, I like that Sanhagen guy. Yeah. So I hope to see more of him. Uh, who was next for TJ though? He wants a title shot. Who's the current title holder? Sterling, and he's going to be defending his title against Petr Jan in a rematch of their uh, weird UFC 259 fight in the yeah. co-main event of two, UFC 267. Okay, of that fight, who do you see coming out? Giannis, Sterling. Uh, see Sterling? Yeah, I think, yeah, the first fight ended in a, in a DQ that resulted in the title change, but I thought Sterling was looking good in that fight. 
You agree? Yeah. I'm going to go with Sterling and the P- versus Yon, and then if Dillashaw gets that title fight, I'm going to say Sterling wins. You think Funk Master would retain? Yes. Mm. Uh, but <laughs> yeah, that's it. Funk Master Flex. Yeah, his uh, Aljamain. <laughs> that's an old school name, right there. Aljamain Sterling's nickname is Funk Master. Funk Master Flex. Yeah. Um. No, take off the Master Flex. <laughs> I'm not trying to entertain it, but it just brings yeah. me in. Yeah. Um. And then there was another fight on that on the main card that my buddy and I were very confused about. Miranda Maverick was facing. Uh, was in a fight. I believe it was a flyweight belt. I'll look this up just to make sure. But Maverick, um, yeah, she was facing Macy Barber in a flyweight belt Mm -hmm. or bout, and somehow, even though Maverick completely outstruck her and had more significant strikes, Macy Barber won by split decision. That makes no sense. Say that again. <clears throat> Macy Barber won that fight by split decision. Yeah. But she was outstruck, and she had less significant strikes. Did it end up on the ground at any point? Barber had more control time. So do you think that's what tipped the balance then? That, that's probably the uh, deciding factor. Mm. Just the control and then her not landing significant strikes. Yeah. Because Bar- uh, Maverick had... 82 total significant strikes. Maverick had, or I'm sorry, Maverick had 82 total strikes and Barber had 38. And then in terms of significant strikes, Maverick had 47 and Barber had 36. Yeah, it had to be the ground. Yeah. And then we get UFC 268. We are getting Kamaru Usman versus Colby Covington 2. Usman's going to win. Are you excited for the fight, though? Yes, I am, because I do not like um, Covington. I, d- I don't know anybody who likes Covington. I'm not going to say the other Covington. What? Never mind. Move past it. Okay. You know what my favorite part of, of USC is? Joe Rogan post-fight interviews. Yes. Yes. Yeah. I'm telling you, like, there's nothing better. No matter how bad you got beat or he's going to get his interview so, in. Well, it's just wonderful to know, like, these dudes are waking up from knockouts with Joe Rogan standing over them, like... So what went wrong there? Did they bring back Adam Goldberg, too, as the play-by-play? No. Remember I, him there? I, On those old teams? Adam Goldberg. I don't... As only the Goldberg old. I know is WWE Goldberg. Yeah, the Adam only Goldberg, Goldberg I know... So... I'll get back to that, because I'm tired of seeing him in the WWE. Yeah, he, Goldberg came back, and he's getting a title shot against yeah, Bobby Lashley. I, I saw... Yeah, I'm not happy about it. Talking about oh, Adam Goldberg, the play-by-play like guy. Something, uh, something like, that. like that. Yeah. But I'm Bill very, Goldberg. I'm Adam. very excited for this rematch between Usman and Covington. Yes. 54. Their, mm. fr- their first fight, like, going into it, there was a lot of animosity. There was a lot of hatred on both sides. Mm-hmm. Um, and both guys are big, have ga- their games are based off their wrestling. And yet, I don't think there was one takedown in that first fight. I think, well, also, I think Usman has changed his style a little bit. He's more stand-up now. Well, maybe that's just been his last few fights. I think it's also beca- been because of the opponents he's faced. Yeah. but He couldn't get in the ring with a uh, trick berserk. Yeah. You would die. 
Dude, and, you face Kamala. Dude, that's and, that's and, not Jake Paul. And I'll do uh, the Battle of the Tough Guys, like that really bad movie. I if you face Kamala Usman, you would get smashed. You would get the Tough Guys. What? I'm just gonna move. I'm just gonna move on from that. UFC, uh, UFC 265, not that great of a pay-per-view card. I mean, it's Derek Lewis against Cyril gone for the interim heavyweight title in the main event, and then... Derek Lewis wins by knockout. Yeah, especially because it's in his hometown of Houston. And then in the co-main event, Amanda Nunes is going to smash Juliana Pena. Agree? Yeah. Yeah. And then UFC 266 is going to be amazing. We got Volkanovski against Ortega for the featherweight belt. I like Brian Ortega so much. I think Volkanovski is going to win that fight, though. You got, I got, I'm going to go Ortega. Let me rephrase that. I don't want Volkanovski to win that uh, fight. I want Ortega. Mm-hmm. I just think Volkanovski has a style that will frustrate Ortega to the point that he's going to win. Yeah. That's what I mean. And then Shevchenko is fighting, defending her title. Um, I don't remember who her opponent is off the top of my head. I always forget. Hold on one sec. One? <laughs> really? Turk just won it today. Lauren Murphy. Yeah, so Shirk with sound effects is pure chaos. Yeah, the, welcome to the weirdness. Did he just find it himself, or did you, like, show him? No, no, no. The, when they replaced the computer in there and they reloaded the program, mm-hmm. that auto-populated. I saw it yesterday. I looked at it, I'm like, oh, sound effects. And I, like, didn't even pay attention to it again. Uh we don't have phone calls. This is not a college show. <laughs> Man, I, we needed the phone. Fu- I All want right. callers to come in eventually. So. He just pressed the button. <laughs> <laughs> you think Shevchenko retained your title? Yeah. <laughs> I just, I wanted to get it out before he hit another button. <laughs> <laughs> and then 267 is Jan Blachowicz defending his title against Glover Teixeira. And then Jan, Sterling, Jan 2. And then 268 is Usman Covington 2. UFC's pointing out a lot of good pay-per-views. A lot of, a lot of them. Trying to get them ratings up. Yeah. yeah. So, anything in the boxing world? Uh, not at the moment. Nope. Surprising. Bring back the brawl for all. We got a big fight, big card tonight for AEW because it's fight for the fallen. There's a ten. Yeah, 10-man elimination tag team match. What time did that come on? This, this 8 o'clock tonight. This, I will be at home is, watching. Is it, Teddy Long announcing that? Uh, No. Oh, wait, that's six-man tag But team. it is the Elite taking on Hangman Adam Page and the Dark Order. If yeah. Hangman Adam Page and the Dark Order win, not only does Hangman get a shot at the AEW world title against yeah. Kenny Omega, mm-hmm. but... Dark Order gets a shot against the Young Bucks, Matt and Nick Jackson, for the AEW World Tag Team titles. I've been liking AEW a lot lately, uh, especially since WWE just keep doing the same thing over and over each year. Thank you. And it's just not exciting to watch. What about TNA? I I don't watch TNA. (laughs) You say TNA? Yes. They're, They're basically doing stuff with AEW, so. Yeah. AEW's working with New Japan. They've worked with Impact. I mean, Kenny Omega is both the Impact World Champion and the AEW World yeah. Champion. 
I also, AEW, I turned it on, like, last week. It gave me that just, like, nostalgia feeling <laughs> of early 2000s wrestling. And I was like, I love it. Yeah. Chris Jericho. Yeah, Jericho is actually, he's going through, like, the five labors of Jericho in order to face MJF at the end. It's a great storyline. If you can't tell, I'm a wrestling nerd. I'm just a fan, not a nerd. Yeah. I'm a, I'm a smart mark is what they call him. <laughs> You're, you're certainly something, okay? <laughs> you're a character. That's what we'll call you. I'm Chirk Berserk, baby. You're a character. I'm putting in that work. You're you're doing something. Yes, uh, you are. But, uh, you know, we're about to head to a break, but let me uh, let everyone here know and everyone here listening, uh, if you would like to see a, a great illustration of what Chirk is doing right now, go check out the So What's the Catch Twitter feed, and you'll see a wonderful picture that I pulled that shows you exactly what's happening with Chirk and all the sound effects. But when we come back, we're going to have some baseball discussion and some rumors and uh, some more fun. But check out that Twitter page during the commercial break. Hey, what's up? Thinking about you. XOXOXO. Want to snuggle. Dot, dot, dot. JK. Hit me back. You getting these texts? Question mark. We should hang later. I miss you. Holla at your boy. Holla back. Holla back. Holla back. Are you at home? Where are you? What are you doing? OMG. You are making me mad. Are you with your ex? You better text me back. I'm waiting outside your house. Relentless, aggressive texting is like sending an angry robot to deliver your message. When does the robot become dangerous? Let us know at thatsnotcool.com. That'snotcool.com. Brought to you by the Ad Council. You wanted to see me? Yes, please, have a seat. So here's the thing. When this company brought you on, we took a chance on you. You didn't have that four-year college degree we typically look for. Right. But we gave you a shot anyway. And since then, you've worked incredibly hard and given it your all. Thanks. You've been an important asset to the team, but... I don't think you can be an intern here anymore. We want to hire you. You're, you're serious? Absolutely. Find your next great employee. Introduce yourself to the grads of life. Who are they? Talent worth knowing about. Young adults of unique determination and experience. An ideal fit for your company in an entry-level position, internship, or even mentorship. They might not have every qualification you typically look for, but they're exactly who your company needs. I won't let you down. I know. Don't miss out on a resource many innovative companies have already discovered. Go to gradsoflife.org to learn how to find, cultivate, and train this great pool of untapped talent. Brought to you by the Ad Council and gradsoflife.org. This is Namdi Asamoa. I play football for the Philadelphia Eagles, but what I do off the field with United Way might be more important. I'm a volunteer tutor and mentor. Why? Because over a million kids a year drop out of school, and that's not okay. It takes 12 years to create a graduate, but it takes about the same time to create a dropout. And the difference between a child becoming one or the other could be me, or it could be you. Studies show that if we get to these kids earlier, their chances are better, and kids who read well by third grade are more likely to graduate. So join me in United Way. Suit up and take the pledge. Become a volunteer reader, tutor, or mentor. Because when a child succeeds, we all succeed. Give. Advocate. Volunteer. Live United. Take the pledge at unitedway.org. 
brought to you by United Way, the Ad Council, and the National Football League. You're listening to the flagship home of Lake County Captains Baseball. We are the talk of the land. AllSportsCleveland.com. Valley View, Cleveland. All right, we are back here on So What's the Catch. And I hope you took the time to check out the uh, picture I posted on the So What's the Catch Twitter feed. It is fantastic. You need to get a Twitter. I told you, Twitter is your friend. I, I got a Twitter. Twitter just, is very funny. Just, yeah, very entertaining. I don't know. I, I'm just, I need to study Twitter. Twitter is hilarious. Like, there's no need to study. You just... Because I know there's... You, you uh, watch there's it a lot happen. of talk. Watch it unfold. You just watch it. I'll, I'll, give you, toxic I'll, I'll give you and anyone listening the one thing okay. I heard about Twitter in the perfect way to describe it. It's that every day on Twitter, there's a main character on Twitter. Mm-hmm. You never want to be the main character of Twitter. Never. Nope. You never want to be that person. Even if it's for a good re- a good thing. It's never a good reason when you're the main character of Twitter. Yep. I could okay. not agree more. Okay. Just letting you know. So yeah. just like and retweet. Yes. Like, retweet. You can comment. They they used to call stuff. them favorites back in the day. Why did they get rid of that? Yeah, it's the, they just changed it to like. It's, it's called famous. evolution, buddy. Yes. Evolution. I like the word fit. It just felt unique. Was it that unique? Did Facebook have that crap too? Yeah. No, they just called it a like. Well, they used to have like like and become a fan of and all this other crap, and they just kind of merged into the same thing. Yep. You remember when that was a thing? Anymore? I do. Nah. Also, nah. shout out to Namdi Asamoah. I'm, I'm good. Yeah, Namdi Asamoah, killing the, the airwaves here with every way. single PSA you're playing. One here. of the best corners, six foot three, would lock down anybody back in the day until Did he you? went to Philly. He's one of the best corners. What? Really? I, I he was he, good he for was. a time. Dude. Yeah, he was. No, he was like the best corner in the league. Yeah, he was. Okay. Till he went to Philly. Like five years. Till he All went right. to Philly. Well, oh, on Sunday, Domingo Herman of the New York Yankees had a no-hair going. In the bottom of the eighth, he gives up one double, and now Aaron Boone decides to yank him. The Red Sox proceed to put up five runs in that inning, and they beat the Yankees five to four. That's a shame. Yep, it's a real shame. No, it, it couldn't have happened to a, a better person for it to have to. Uh, Domingo Herman, not a great individual. No. Let's just leave it at that. So, not really sad about that. No. What else you got? So, the Giants are hosting the Dodgers in a three-game series out in the Bay Area. Do you think the Giants are are going to be able to hold the Dodgers off in the NL West? No. I do. I don't. Not at all. And the topics we're about to discuss is why. All right. So, good transition because Max Scherzer is open to being traded. The San Francisco Giants, L.A. Dodgers, San Diego Padres are among those top suitors. But the Yankees are also a... Yankees are a hard no, and the only Nationals player that will not be enter- that will not entertain in a trade discussion is Juan Soto. Yeah, so the Nationals are just basically tearing it down. Uh, Max Scherzer gonna be a Dodger. Let's be real here. They need pitching help. Trevor Bauer ain't coming back, and outside of Walker Buehler right now, they don't got a whole lot in the pitching rotation. I think Scherzer's gonna be a Red Sox. Nope. No, he wants. To, he prefers to go to the West Coast. Actually, I did hear about this. Yes, so. he prefers to go to the West Coast. The Dodgers are always aggressive. They are not afraid to go over the luxury tax. They need pitching. Scherzer makes so much sense. I also, think he makes more sense in San Francisco. No, he doesn't. Here's yes, he why. does. Here's why. 
Do you remember about 12 years ago when the Dodgers traded for Manny Ramirez and there was like this big, huge thing? Manny Ramirez comes and so does Scott Boris, and it was basically like, look what I brought to the Dodgers and this big, like, look at me thing? Yes. Do you know who Max Scherzer's agent is? Scott Boris. What do you think he's going to do for the second time? Look at me. Look at me. I have season tickets to the Dodgers. <laughs> look who I just brought to the Dodgers. It's Max Scherzer. Your pitching rotation just got better. Yeah, but San Francisco looks more looks more like the legit team this year. Who has the prospects to get the deal done? It's not the Giants. It's the Dodgers. Mm. They, you are right in that. Sense. Yeah, yeah. But speaking of a team that uh, Scherzer won't go to, the Yankees, uh, they are interested in Trevor Story. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Listen, uh, if the let's say the Yankees do get Trevor Story, anything to bump Glaber Torres out of shortstop because he is brutal. Yeah, he position. is not good. <laughs> I, I think we're playing AJ to sleep. No, I'm just tired. <laughs> <laughs> what? Okay, we're sleeping with cows now. Okay, uh, the Giants are also interested in Trevor Story, but they're also interested in Chris Bryant. Yeah, which that's a tough one because I'm a Cubs fan, so. They're tearing it down. I don't think Chris Bryant's going to San Francisco. Don't worry. He's going to the Mets. Chris Bryant's going to go to the Mets. What? Record scratch. Okay. What? That actually wasn't terrible. Some Um, of your sound effect choices have just made no sense. Chris Bryant to the Mets makes so much sense. He's got flexibility. He's got versatility. I agree Uh, with you on that They don't have to worry about having J.D. Davis at third. Mm -hmm. He's not great defensively. He would make them better there. Also, in the short term, they would be able to cover up some issues with the absence of Francisco Lindor by adding Chris Bryant to their mix. Yeah, players. I agree. I would agree, and I wouldn't. I wouldn't mind seeing Chris Bryant go to the Mets. Actually, I just it just seems like it's it's destined to happen. You've been to a Mets game before? Yes, it was a very fun time. And were were the fans in the right corner in that little right triangle area? Were they all wearing orange? Oh, you mean Seven Light Army? Of course they were. Come on, Seven Light Army. Those are the the, the most intense fans there. It's, it's awesome. But uh, continuing with trade rumors here, we have uh, Rockies pitcher John Gray. Uh, he's probably going to get moved, but again, Giants, Padres, Phillies in the mix. Uh, Phillies seem to be a little bit more urgent for acquiring a pitcher after their uh, acquisition of Tyler Anderson did not go right. through. And so I also- it seems like they might be a little bit more aggressive. And I also think that the Rockies are not going to trade John Gray to the Dodgers, Padres, or Giants since... Huh? No, never mind. Since they're in the same division. I don't think that really matters as much anymore as long as they give someone a good prospect in return. If they get a good return, trading division is not like as taboo as it used to be. I thought it was still a big taboo. It's not really. Oh. I mean, and let's be real here. I mean, the, the, the Rockies... Then again, the Mariners and Astros just did a trade. Exactly. And yeah. So think about I that. I stand corrected. But uh, touching on the Yankees for just a moment again, they were interested in Starling Marte, but not going to get it done. He's now off to Oakland for Jesus Lazardo. I was surprised the Athletics traded Jesus Lazardo. Yeah, but I don't think they're going to be in Oakland for long anyway. They're going to Vegas. I believe that as well. Uh, we have one more Cubs player to mention here. Craig Kimbrell. Craig Kimbrell. The Dodgers are talking to the Cubs about multiple players, including Kimbrell. I don't think Kimbrell goes to the Dodgers. I think he and Rizzo go to Boston in a package deal. Bring both guys who originally started in Boston home. So here, I saw something interesting on MLB Network about Hosmer and Rizzo. 
one of the analysts, I don't remember who it was off the top of my head, but they were saying, oh, it was Greg Amsinger. He was saying, trade Hosmer to the Red Sox, and then the Padres should trade for Rizzo. Okay, but why the Rizzo? would the Red Sox want Hosmer? He, that, he's, uh, he's, that's a complete like waste of move. I think it's because of Jake Cronenworth. Okay, but why do they want Hosmer? That, that's not answering my question. Why would the Red Sox want Hosmer? I, that's the thing. I don't know. The, the Red Sox don't need Hosmer. The Red Sox, uh, the Red Sox would be better off getting Rizzo, number one. Number two, Hosmer is overpaid, and I would call him overrated, but anyone who's actually paying attention to baseball properly rates him, and rates him as uh, not very good. Except wasn't he on that Royals team that... It was five years ago, six years ago. I know, but... But he's been overpaid for three ever since he went to San Diego. So, I think Kimbrell, Rizzo, make sense going to the Red Sox. I would love... My dad and I are talking about going to a Red Sox game on September 25th against the Yankees. I plan to go into one in the future. It's going to be the Boston Marathon game. Will be fun. I picked out that game in particular because my dad wants to run the Boston Marathon. But we have three minutes here. I can squeeze it in. Random Cleveland Athlete of the Week. Yes. Who is ready? I'm ready. I am. Okay. I'm not. This is a Browns player. Yes. All right. I'll close my computer. Never mind. I'm not ready. All right. (laughs) Born in 1974 in Cleveland, Ohio, he attended Lake Catholic High School in Metro, Ohio. His jersey is retired and hanging in the Lake Catholic Gymnasium. Uh, he spent the beginning of his career playing for three other teams, appeared in three Super Bowls, winning one before joining the Browns for two seasons before his career was cut short due to, an, let's call it a non-injury reason. Hmm. Quarterback, you said? I did not say he was positioned, but he is a wide receiver. Whoever he is, he's 47 years old. Yes. Jermaine Lewis. It's not Jermaine Lewis. Wide receiver, won three Super Bowls. No, appeared in three. Oh. Won one. Won one Super Bowl. With Tim Biaka? Nah. He won his one Super Bowl with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Oh, so it's from 2002. Uh, 2002 Buccaneers. Joe Jurevicious. Nailed it. What, what was his last name? Joe Jurevicious. Yep. Joe Jurevicious. Six foot five. Yep. I think he was uh, 200. Th- okay, yeah, I'm listing out way too many stats right You're now. You're welcome for the He's assist. 230 pounds. He played with the Seahawks. He played with the Browns. Played with the the Buccaneers. Mm, what did he have for dinner last night? <laughs> 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 Again, welcome to the weird hour. Here at So What's the Catch. And, and yeah, and we the are re- subjective. The reason I chose this particular player is the college he attended was Penn State. And we talked about Penn State earlier. Okay. So wow. it all comes full circle. All right. Welcome to things coming full circle on So What's the Catch in hour two. We're the weird hour. Shirk, how about some sound effects? All right. Let me see. I, I didn't know what this one was going to do. Oh, let's, let's find out. All right. We let's find minute. out. I'm going to register your copy of Sam. At www. <laughs> <laughs> what? Okay, that's not supposed to be. That's like a. That's like a PSA or something. Not a sound effect at all. <laughs> Didn't you do that one like ten minutes ago? Yeah, I think. Like the old WWE like intro in it. Yeah, we gotta take a quick commercial break. 
back here in the Berserk box, and what what will we be talking about? Olympics. Olympics. You might know me. I'm Fifty Cent. You may follow my tweets, my Facebook friends. Odds are a few in six degrees separate us. We're that close. What's crazy is one in six don't know where their next meal is coming from. These are your co-workers, your neighbors, your friends. Hunger's too close for us to ignore. So visit feedinamerica.org slash hunger and find your local food bank to see how you can make a difference. From one close friend to another, let's do this. I'm 50 Cent, and together we are Feeding America. A message from Feeding America and the Ad Council. 7,000 high school students drop out every school day. If you stack their desks one atop the other, it's a pile more than 17,000 feet high. That's 12 Empire State Buildings. But what's truly scary is that another stack is going up tomorrow. We can keep students in school. Visit BoostUp.org and take the first step. Brought to you by the U.S. Army and the Ad Council. Here from Ralph Alvin Stadium on the campus of Cuyahoga Heights High School, where we have a 29-0 lead for Cuyahoga Heights over Richmond Heights. Ranger Station. Yeah, hi. I'd like to report a bear sighting in the forest. Uh -huh. One second I'm having a smoke. Next thing I know, I'm face-to-face -face with Smokey Bear. Wow. And he told me it only takes one spark to start a wildfire. Did you know nine out of ten wildfires are caused by humans? I had no idea. That's why Smokey's famous and you're not. If you see someone in danger of starting a wildfire, step in and make a difference. Brought to you by the U.S. Forest Service, your state forester, and the Ad Council. Learn more at SmokeyBear.com. Only you can prevent wildfires. If you drive buzzed, it could cost you around $10,000. You'll face major legal fees, major fines, and steep insurance penalties. You could lose everything. Buzzed, busted, and broke. Because buzz driving is drunk driving. Remember, the war may be over for them, but the battle has just begun. After when I grow up, I want to be a new pair of blue jeans. When I grow up, I want to be a kid's first computer. When I grow up, I don't want to be a piece of garbage. And if you recycle me, I won't be. Give your garbage another life. Recycle. Learn how at IWantToBeRecycled.org. Brought to you by Keep America Beautiful and the Ad Council. You're listening to the flagship home of Lake County Captains Baseball. Isaac scores and the captains walk it off on opening night. We are the talk of the land. AllSportsCleveland.com. Valley View, Cleveland. All right. So we are back here on So What's the Catch in the... I, huh? Oh, continue. <laughs> <laughs> you always... Without fail. Without fail today. <laughs> Uh, so we're back with our final segment and before we get into the Olympics that Lake County Captain's commercial is like three years old Wow! at least and, but it's funny because I went to a Captain's game on Friday and it was supposed to be Cleveland Sports History Night they didn't do anything with Cleveland Sports History throughout the game nothing so, well, I mean, you, you saw semester, they got no hit. Yes. They lost <laughs> They lost 14 to nothing, and they got no hit. So there's your sports history. You're so crazy. You saw history, they got no hit. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I didn't stay for the full nine innings because it turns out Friday night captains games are firework games. 
All right, but anyways, let's go to the Olympics. Yeah, so quick. shout out to Tiger Johnson. He is a boxer from Cleveland, and he is advancing to the quarterfinals. And then we had Simone Biles. Yeah, so the bummer for the Cleveland boxer is that now nobody's going to be watching the Olympics. Poor Simone Biles' decision, but yeah. Because Simone Biles is out. Yeah. That was my point. I, I'm so glad that they're taking a, some of these athletes are taking a stand. Didn't know she was from Columbus. Yeah, she is from Columbus. And uh, she says the reason she's pulling out is because of mental health issues. So I actually have an article on why she pulled out, and she, she gets deeper on this. And it's really interesting because she said it was mental health issues, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. But then in an interview, she said what it was was that she had a little bit of the twisties, mm-hmm. which is something I've never heard before. But it's the gymnastic version of, like, the yips. Mm-hmm. Uh, and she's basically saying that she like she's doing her twist, and she's been, like, a half second off on uh, different... Uh, cycles and twists she's doing that like she's really used to doing and it had her pretty much in disarray injury uh, it had her in danger of injuring herself so oh. that's why the the you know overwhelming mental health but it was actually because of a case of the yips i also heard it there was a secondary meaning i don't know if you heard about this but i heard like she had a flashback to um her I think she was part of the gymnastics team that was involved with Larry Nasser and that whole. I didn't see. That. I, I'm not aware of that, but the the one here's the one thing I'll say about this. I, I talked a lot extensively about this subject yesterday on my show. Go check it out every Tuesday here. But anyways, uh, <laughs> <laughs> nice, <laughs> I gotta, nice. I shamelessly plug that, but. Uh, unfortunately, uh, her decision to withdraw the Olympics uh, brought out all the scumbags of the internet and anyone that said anything negative about themselves. Uh, oh. Check yourself in the mirror. Realize you have zero chance of anything doing relatively compare on the same level of her. So I said it yesterday. I'll say it again. Simone Biles on her worst day is better than you on your best day. Yep. Mm-hmm. I think I saw Simone Biles is like doing some sort of event here in Cleveland at the Fieldhouse in like late October. She might. I don't. I, I'm not aware. I'm not up to date on Simone Biles things. But before we get too down this rabbit hole, Kramer's got a quiz. Go. Yeah, I do. Uh, I'm over here reading some mobile stuff. I have a quiz, and it actually has a few Olympic things in it as soon as I find it. Intriguing. Is this for everybody? Yeah, this is for everybody, and it's supposed to be a funny sports quiz. I didn't really get that off of this, but we'll see. Okay. By the way, it's called the Gold Over America Tour, and it is starring Simone Biles. So question number one, and this is going to be one where really it's going to be about timing, so we can almost just go ahead and put it on James' head, but uh, this Mark Twain quote is about what sport? A good walk, spoiled. Baseball? Nope. Cricket? No. No. Describing a sport, he said a good walk, spoiled. Soccer? Football, the real or soccer, I'm but the really real. I'm really surprised you're not getting this. Basketball, football. What sport are you walking in? A good walk, spoiled. Golf. Golf. Oh, okay. oh. nice. All right. All right. I, I, my one, one for AJ. Oh, AJ. AJ on the board. All right. That's probably my last one right there. <laughs> Be honest, James uh, is going to get the next one. Michael Jordan has won three numbers. Over his NBA career, 23, 45, 12. and 12. I was about to say that. Nice. All right, all right. Uh-oh. 
Is AJ coming for the crown? No. He's just doing himself. Yeah, during a match, uh, February 14th of 1990, he wore 12 because number 23 had actually been stolen. Mm -hmm. Uh, The New Zealand men's basketball team has what nickname? The Tasmanian Devils? No. This is... But unless you're watching the Olympics basketball games, I'm not sure how you would know this. But the name of the team is the Tall Blacks, a spin on the name of the New Zealand Rugby World Cup team called the All Blacks. <laughs> Don't they have like some famous like chant that they do? Haka. Yeah, yeah Haka. Yeah. I think Arizona does that same thing. In bowling, what is the name given for three consecutive Turkey. Turkey. Nico. One for me. Which Chicago Cup players had to take time off due to a violent sneeze? Uh, oh, oh, God. Chicago baseball, you said? Chicago, Chicago Cubs. Cubs. Baseball. Never mind. I'm out. Uh, sneeze sneezed. so violently, he suffered back spasms. Oh. Mark Pryor. No. Kerry Wood. Uh, you know, I'm going to give you a clue that you'd really throw it out there. Steroids. Oh, Sammy, Sammy, Sammy Sosa. Sammy Sosa. And this is where he takes the lead. Who got that one? Me or I him? Did. That was... That was close, though. It was but close, but it was changed. Yeah, I started by saying, for some reason, I almost Marshall had Dwyer. Alfonso Soriano. No. Pistol Pete was the nickname given Peter. to which Pete Maravich. I knew that. I knew that. I, I did not hear any of these. Pete Maravich. Pete Maravich. No, 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 no. Pistol Pete was the nickname given to which multiple tennis Grand Slam? Oh. Pete Sampras. There you go. I heard Pistol Pete. I thought basketball. We all went basketball. Yeah. Yeah. What is the name of the fictional sport played in Harry Potter? Quidditch. 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 I didn't watch Harry Potter. This is not either. fair. There's, ba- I didn't there, there's also basketball, too. That, we're not talking basketball. Yeah, we're not talking no about basketball. No basketball. Baseball was a good movie. The average baseball game lasts for two to three hours. During this time, on average, how many minutes of action are there? 90? 10. 10. Man, it is, it's in between those. <laughs> 15. 20. Closer. In between those. Thir- 17. Ah. 18. 16. 18. Ah. Um, they say that there's actually only 18 minutes. About 90% is spent between pitches and during other types. I just want to point out we both said 10 to start with. Yeah. And I said 90. <laughs> yeah, not 90. And yeah. you said in between them. Like, that's a very big gap. <laughs> what sports do the Pittsburgh Penguins play? Hockey. <laughs> Can we just tie on that one? That was a bit of a tie. Yeah. Thank you. He just wants to be on the board. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I just want to be on the board. If I didn't know that one, uh, I deserve to be punched in the face. In the Test Cricket series, and I hate my phone. <laughs> <laughs> That's a great question, Kramer. Question: The Test Cricket series, man, I hate my phone. <laughs> the Ashes teams from England and Australia compete for the right to hold a trophy containing ashes. What are the ashes inside the trophy made of? Wickets. Cricket bats. No. Uh, You're on the right idea, though. Oh. Wasn't the wickets? Not the wickets. The ball? The ball. It's a burnt cricket ball. I thought this was going to get dark, so. I didn't know they could burn, so. Yeah. So that's two for me. Yay. Winner of eight Olympic Games gold medals. This Usain is the only. Usain Bolt. I said Bolt. I didn't say Usain Bolt. Well, Bolt was the the answer. Oh. The only last name. So that is an AJ. Oh, speaking of uh, the Olympic, the Olympics. What you got? We haven't talked about uh, Team USA yet, and just ha- they didn't they just they, they lost stink. against Rudy Gobert. 
They stink. Yeah, and, but and, they just. And Luca had a, how much did he have? He had like forty-eight. Forty-eight. Yeah, and the Argentinian coach said he's the best player. So yeah, they definitely stunk. I saw uh, Luis Scola there. Score cool. review. Wait, what Josh about with two? AJ with three. James with five. Chirk with zero. I have Can one. Wait a minute. Why did you just break up Luis Scola? Because he's on he's the Argentine. Still he's still playing. Forty-year-old Luis Scola. I won again. In which sport do competitors going? race towards a finish line, but they don't cross it? NASCAR? No. Don't cross oh, it? Oh, uh, drag racing? No. Race towards the finish line, but don't cross it. Is this a riddle? Yeah, kind of. Oh, so you're like... It's a trick answer, in a way. Swimming. Oh. 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 Okay, I get it. Yeah. Motown Muscle, Philadelphia Hitmen, and the Las Vegas High Rollers are all professional team names for what sport? Roller Derby. No. Uh, that would have been my first guess as well. NWSL? What is that? Na- National Women's Soccer League? No. Oh, can I get the names again? The Motown Muscle, Philadelphia Hitmen, and Las Vegas High Rollers. Uh, esports? In- indoor Football League? Bowling. Mm-hmm. They are Wait. all members of bowling, which I wouldn't have thought bowling like had professional. You would have thought I thought roller derby. Well, it made sense, right? Well, yeah, yeah. but it was uh, apparently those are all names when, of bowling teams. When you said hitman, I thought it was boxing. Then you said more team names. Colorado <laughs> Rockies player Clint Barnes broke his collarbone after carrying what up the stairs? A person. Nope. A trophy. No. Uh, a baseball bat. No, all good answers, but no. Uh, Equipment uh, back. Helmet. No. Chirk, any guesses? Groceries. Uh, kind of. Flame? You're getting close, AJ. Uh, peanuts. Clothing? Like shopping bags? It is deer, deer meat. meat. Yeah. Uh, LeBron James is bubblegum. No. Bubblicious. <laughs> Do you remember that commercial? Why? I remember that, Chirk, yes. And there was also Skittles bubblegum, too, if anyone remembers. Brothers Phil and Gary Neville, 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 well, no, yes. Neville. are well-known in the English football or soccer scene. What is their father's name? First name. Frank. Uh, John. No. Jerry. Mark. No. John. His first John. name is actually oh. Neville. Neville, Neville. Yes. Neville, Neville. Neville, Neville. Can he beat Neville in... For the championship, wasn't Neville a, a character wrestler. in iCarly? No, nah, he was a yes, wrestler. He, yes, was a, was. he was a wrestler too in uh, WWE. Bullman, Harry the Harbor Dog, and Daddy Cool are all mascots in Kevin which Nash? sport? Okay, I just want to point Big out. Daddy? I thought Baseball? those were wrestlers. Yeah, Big Daddy, or yeah, Big. Uh, what was his name? Not. It was. Uh, I don't know what he's saying. Yeah, I'm just gonna ignore him. Bullman, no. Harry the Harbor Dog, and Daddy Cool were all Big mascots cool. for rugby. Rugby, okay. Rugby, yay. And last question. Which sports movie has the tagline, the catch is, coach is waiting for his next beer, the pitcher is waiting for a first brawl, the team bad is waiting bears. for a is that the Bad Bears? Bad News Bears. And James takes it. King of trivia. What's this up in his final score update? Seven James, three AJ, two Josh, one Church. I'll take you where I can get it. You got a 2-0 start. Then I score seven points. So you called him Chris Paul? I didn't say anything. But I did not say it either. (laughs) (laughs) Guys, it's that time. 
What is oh. oh, I forgot about this. Oh, okay, I, for I forget about this. Hey, how about some sound the effects for uh, the, the moment of the week here? Yes. Yeah. Uh, let me see. The Berserker of the Week. Okay. We almost forgot about Let's it. Let's not have to register the SAM program again, though. <laughs> you go with that? He's been going with Pigeon a lot. <laughs> that's not a. That's not a. Pigeon. You did that twice. That's right. not a pigeon. That's an. It's not an eagle. You're not getting a drum. You got a drum roll in there. You can get yourself I, I a drum roll today. We'll have to. We'll it. just have to do it again. Okay. And this is multiple berserkers of the week. Oh, oh yeah. We have, we have more than one apparently. And uh, this one's a little more serious. The berserkers of the week are all the just the everyone here at OMS. I'm just very grateful. To be around just everyone here. Oh, so sweet. Aww. So that I feel so happy. Those are the berserkers of I'm, the week. I'm glad to be back after an abscess kept me out last week. Uh, I'm glad that uh, you've named us all berserkers of the week, which makes me uh, kind of feel bad about what I'm about to post on Facebook right now. <laughs> <laughs> the berserkers Wait. are like are so all the people that helped all of us grow. So you have any other funny app berserkers or? Uh, just OMS, just we have a serious one this week? Yeah, we got a serious one. Alright, All right, that sounds pretty good. And that's gonna no things up Eve. for us here on uh, So What's the Catch for this wonderful Wednesday. But we will be back next week. We'll have all of the in-depth sports conversations. And of course, like always, we'll get weird in hour two. Yes. And welcome everybody live on a cold 